new episode of Palace Off the Top Rope. Thank you so much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. I've got Abraham Trevino in the house. Uh, What's up? What's up, buddy? What's going on? And in the very faint background, if he wants to chime in uh, on a subject or two, go ahead. I I welcome any guest on here. I got Mr. James Tellus in the background, sir. How, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm All doing right, good. buddy. We're going to be talking a whole lot of NFL here. So if you want to chime in on a prediction, uh, we're going to be reviewing all the games for week eight. If you want to pick winners, you go and shout out, hey, I picked whatever, the Seahawks to win this one. Just shout it out. <laughs> or if you disagree with Abe, which is probably going to be a lot, just yes. be like, Abe, you're, you're wrong, Abe. <laughs> Abe is always wrong. <laughs> go ahead and just go out because uh, obviously we don't have Jake Ramirez this week. Uh Scheduling conflicts, but whatever. He'll be back next week, we hope. Uh, I know that's what a lot of y'all enjoy is the content of us battling Jake week in and week out. Um, but we're going to have to do without him this week. But it's okay. We're starting to get down to the nitty-gritty almost. We're heading close to November. We're going to start to find out who the real contenders are in the NFL as we march our way to Super Bowl 55, which, by the way, we found out some news on that today. Um there might be a possibility of fans in attendance for the game. We're looking at possibly 20% capacity, which is around thirteen to 15,000 people, given what the the Raymond James Stadium can hold in Tampa. What are, what are your thoughts real quick, Abe, on, on the capacity for, for the Super Bowl? That's good. I right. mean, you don't want to you don't want to go completely yeah, empty. Right? Well, you suck. don't want to go empty, and then you don't want to go overload. You know right. what I mean? And then you have cases. So I, I think that's good. That's a I, good. That's a good call. I think the NFL even mentioned. I mean, they're not going to confirm or deny the report, which was put out by Adam Schefter. But um, as we get closer to the game, it could be even higher. I mean, obviously, of course, if things die down from you know where we're currently at with this pandemic. But that was the news today from Super Bowl Fifty Five which is coming up in February, might be on the 7th if things play out correctly with no more schedule shifting and additional weeks. Um, Week 7's in the books, man. Um, I'm going to give Abe the platform here for about a good five, maybe six minutes because, folks, this is going to be the last time we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys as a topic to open this show uh, they're a nothing team. They're irrelevant. They're just there. The only time we'll talk about them on this show is whenever we're previewing their game for whatever opponent they're facing that week. But as terms of topic and, you know, the, it's not even a laughing stock anymore. It's just sad at this point. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it here up to Abe. Whatever he wants to get off his chest about this team. This is it. No more freaking cowboys on this show. Sick of them. Let's move on. We have a lot of better stuff to talk about, but I'm going to give you five, six minutes. Go ahead and go off, Abe. Uh, I'll probably either laugh or stay silent. Well, I want to ask you first, do you think that they're playing with with heart? Uh, I mean, you saw saw Dalton go down. Absolutely no heart. Nobody disgusted by that. But nobody went to his aid. Nobody even defended the guy that that tackled him that way. There's a... I mean, we have we all work at movie theaters, and yeah. you know, there's some people. I mean, I won't name, but like, you know, there's some people I don't <laughs> like. But you know, I'm a team player, you know. And if somebody from an opposing, you know, management team from like let's say a Regal came in and they wanted to bully us around, and if they were messing with one of my teammates, I'd still step up for them because hey, you know, nobody can mess with them. I mess with them, not you. So who are you to like come and take shots at, at my players? Right. So I was disgusted when I saw. That happened at Dalton. The fact I know the players were concerned, which obviously, but 
you know, with a hit like that, the, the moment it happened, I was like, that guy's getting ejected. And also, where the hell was anybody to fight that guy? Yeah, that usually, no, there was what, 99% of the time, you always see a scuffle after a hit like that. So it was really concerning. And I know McCarthy, I think, called out the players on that, which, I mean, there's already turmoil on the inside with players saying shit about him. But does he even have control of the team? No, he's like I said, on this show, I dubbed this guy the Shrugger. He's just... He's a guy that's just there, doesn't know what to say, and you know he's a supposedly an analytics guy, but yeah. whatever, whatever that means. I don't want to spend too much time because this <laughs> game was pathetic from the get go. Uh, like I said, every time the Cowboys play opponents that they're supposed to beat, they end up having these players look like Pro Bowlers. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Allen has been crap for the past few weeks. He uh, he outshined on this one. I mean, you have Antonio Gibson. Nobody even knew about him, and he freaking rushes more than your number what number five pick that he was. Zeke <laughs> Zeke only had forty five yards. Where the hell is he at? Uh, I mean, then you have Danucci comes in, and he only does thirty nine yards. He fumbles on his first like uh, passing attempt. The total rushing yards was two hundred and eight from Washington versus eighty three from the Cowboys, and that's pathetic. It's <laughs> just that's horrible. Um, like I said, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time because, I mean, I'm pretty much off of that bandwagon. Uh, there's just no hope. They're trading away their players. Who are they trading? Uh, they got, they got rid of Everson Griffin to Detroit for a sixth-round pick that could move up to a fifth-round, depending. And watch him go to Detroit and flourish. I mean, who knows? Mike Patricia is a good coach, defensive coach. Coaching matters. Um, they also let go of uh, DeAndre Poe and then uh, another uh, – Cornerback, um, they they couldn't find anybody to take on their contract, so they just yeah. released them. Jalen Smith might be next in the off season, but I mean, right now they're they're going to be more sellers than they are buyers. Uh, and I think Jerry Jones is just kind of like playing for next year, possibly. What are your thoughts on? I think it was Stephen Jones that said something like they were trending in the right direction. And it's like, dude, what? Like, what are you watching? Yeah, I, I mean, it, each week. This team gets more and more pathetic. I mean, you got that idiot Nolan doing his yeah. hot sauce shit, rubbing it's his eyes. What are we doing eating a Garnegie salad before Halloween, getting to the Halloween costume? Well, I mean, it's like what we see eating a Garnegie salad with cheese with a hot with, with hot sauce, and then fucking oh, I'm up next to talking the podium, and then wipes his eyes like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Your defense fucking sucks, Robert. Real quick, so the Dallas Cowboys are on pace to allow 555 points. Mm. That is, and right now they're at 243, which that's is beautiful more, for me. Which is more than they have given up in the past 11 seasons, and that's not even counting the strike in 1982. Yeah. So I mean. Uh, um, it, it, their defense is just trash. It's 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 horrible. Um, so they got a lot of adjustments to do. They're getting rid of you know these players. I mean, what they did is they just overpaid for these free agents like Demarcus Ware. Where the hell is he at? You know. So they're just overpaying. So in time, they're going to realize. Let's just you know you got to move on. And this is why the Dallas Cowboys don't do a big splash in the offseason because they bring on these players with the contracts yeah. and they don't produce. You know, Everson Griffin was supposed to come in and be stopping in the middle. You know, and, and Gerald McCoy was supposed to come in. I mean, he got hurt. But now Everson Griffin is, is off in, in, in Detroit. So now it's just you got you to gotta trade away your, your big contracts. Uh, I'm paying attention to you. I'm just looking up for this quote that I posted on Facebook a couple days ago. Um, it's about culture. And it's perfect for the Dallas Cowboys because they definitely don't have that right now. If I can find it here, give me just a second. Um, oh my gosh, where is it? Well, I just want to point out that. Go ahead, and keep talking. I just want to. I just want to point out that now they. I think they are 
number yeah they're number three in the NFC East, so they're under the Washington Redskins. So it's Philly first, Redskins second, and then now Dallas. And I wouldn't be surprised if they end up going to, underneath the Giants. I mean, not that the Giants are going to beat the Bucks, yeah. but we'll talk about that later. But I just, I mean, the Cowboys are just they're bad. All right, I found the quote. It's uh, culture isn't aspiration; it's your behavior. That's all the Dallas Cowboys have. It's a lot of aspirations. All these big name players on offense that you got, you know, the supposed like big hiring of Mike McCarthy, which is showing to be a what a waste that was. They they could have gone younger. I mean, we're seeing these younger coaches now: McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, right? Um, who else? At the well, top of your head, I mean, just well during during the the uh, Seattle and the Arizona game, mm. they were even talking about like you know the Cowboys probably need to go that route. Like, look at what's going on with Arizona with yeah. um, um, the Rams, uh, with these young coaches that are you know over in Buffalo as well. Yeah. So I mean, the Cowboys may need to go that route uh, as far as head coach because I mean McCarthy was so, was out of the game for a year was supposed to, like, get all his stuff down, you know, and then come back, you know, fresh and ready to go. Yeah. Comes back, and we're just like, what the hell, you know, so. Well, like I said, culture starts all the way from the top, and probably the two worst franchises right now with that is Cowboys and the Jets. Um, I was telling Eli this on Facebook. It's like the Joneses are like the Vince McMahon of yeah. the NFL, and what I mean by that is that they're very out of touch and just – all they care about is ratings and, yeah. you know, the brand, right? He thinks he thinks the brand's bigger than, you know, whatever. Um, and I think what would hurt Jerry Jones is that, and this is this is my advice to the Cowboys fans, Cowboys Nation, we them boys, whatever the fuck y'all call yourselves these days. <laughs> I suggest turning away from the broadcasts when y'all have primetime games, whatever. That's, a, that's what's going to hurt Jerry Jones. If he sees the ratings go down... He's going to be like, oh, shit, I really got to make a change. Because all he cares about, you know, you guys be losing, but you guys get the yeah, highest rated games. So right. What does he care? He's He's got the attention. He's got the headlines. Well, aside that, he needs to kind of just – he needs to hire a GM. He needs to have a GM go in there. And, and he's not going to give up that he's, spot. I, and I know, but, I mean, it's just his whole thing was before this season started was I want to win now because I'm not getting any younger. So, he, yeah, he's getting older, but you got to – I mean – this year, looking at this year, I'd be like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just sit in my yacht yeah. and let me have a GM run my organization and, and get some good talent in here. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, they like discipline. Mike Nolan, I mean, even they were talking about Mike Nolan not succeeding as a head coach when he was with the 49ers. Right. So, I mean, why now you bring him in as a coordinator? And he wasn't even successful as a coordinator in the past. So, you know, and it's just like what I told you before. It's because he gave uh, McCarthy a shot. So, so, so what? You know, like, my job's on the line because you're fucking idiot and don't have yeah. good defensive schemes. So, yeah, I don't care if you're my friend. I mean, if you're going to, you know, look at the points that are getting, you know, tossed up, I'd be like, bye, you know? The problem with Jerry Jones is he thinks he's still the Jerry Jones of the early 90s when he brought in yeah. Jimmy Johnson and all this other stuff that happened. And then right. he still thinks he has that mentality today where, like, oh, no, I'm going to pick the head coach and I have total control overall. Instead of just like giving the reins over to like to actual coach like Kraft, like you look over in New England, and it's like he lets Belichick run yeah. his show. Like, hey, I'll I'll do the business side of things, whatever. But hey, for football operations, you go cook, do whatever you want. And you know, Jerry Jones is just never going to get that. And again, he's like Vince McMahon; he's going to be 
he's going to be working there until he dies. Like it's, he's not going to give up that position like for anything. So uh, until that happens, unfortunately, and the same thing for wrestling in WWE wise, uh, until those guys go away, it's I don't think things are ever going to change regardless of who you draft. Even if like let's say you did go all the way to the bottom and get like a Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah. I don't think issues are going to be fixed because it all. But I mean, top. if they get to that point, do you, I mean, do they get Trevor Lawrence? You're foaming at the mouth. You want still, that hope. You still no. have Dak. You still have Dak to worry about. I mean, you know, I would, I'd move on from Dak. I know, but, but I saw you got you got Giddy exactly, there, like yeah, some hope. I but mean, if no. we get if we get Trevor, Lawrence, if there, we we're right now projected to get pick any, at number five, so if we that, continue to lose, but that's not going to fix everything. There's like so no. much other things. What, Robert Trevor Lawrence behind the receivers that he has, right? And running back, but he also has no O line either. They're he's, injured, but he's going to be running. They're he's going to run into the same thing that that Joe Burrow's running into right now in Cincinnati, where he's got no O line. Okay, but if I'm Trevor Lawrence, do I want? The Cowboys to pick me, or do I want the Jets to pick me? Who do I want to play for? I want to play for the Cowboys. Well, that's I'd rather play that's with the in Trevor and... Lawrence's mindset. I'm talking about in the mindset of a Cowboys fan, where you think like, "Oh yes, this one well, little piece not, is going to fix they're everything." They're not going to. They're not going to pick him. They're going to go. They're probably going to go offensive line. I mean, they need it. They need the help. This team's done, Abe. They're done for a while, very long time. Um, I think you need to come to you know <laughs> just, grips just with let that. It go, just let it. Let it go. Enjoy Tom Brady while we still have him. Enjoy all these other like young QBs that are flourishing, Mahomes and Jackson and Justin Herbert, and even Kyler Murray's ball in. Yeah, enjoy enjoy this this time. You know the Cowboys' time will come probably decades later, but it'll come. I mean, it'll come around, and you know y'all will have your time at maybe not at the top, but you'll be like in the playoffs consistently. Uh, maybe reach an NFC Championship game like once. I won't go as far as the Super Bowl. I don't think you'll ever reach a Super Bowl. Not in our lifetime again. Um, but but there'll be a time again where you'll be formidable. But until now, I think y'all got to put it to bed. And But y'all won't learn. We'll be back here. Same song and dance, as I've been saying, on this podcast and on this team and on social media. Same song and freaking dance every year with the Cowboys. They just don't learn. So I, I've said my piece on this team with everything. You got everything off your chest. Do you I'm, want to say? I'm done talking done, about this. Done with them. Thank yeah. goodness. So again, folks, from here on out, and call my ass out. If Lord help me, we open the show again with with the Cowboys, unless they trade off their receivers to New England, then we'll talk about something like that, or something drastic happens with Dak or whatever. And, and I know there's probably going to be no news on Dak until the off season or whatever. Other than that, no more Cowboys to open this show. It's full on. Real contenders, real football teams, and better cultures, and it's it's no more toxicity. The, the Cowboys are so toxic. Done with them. It's not even funny anymore. It's just sad. Get them out of get them out of my screen. So, uh, as my buddy Roger Trevino likes to say, like just them, just that like if they were a movie, play it outside. If we were in a movie theater, play that movie outside. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Just play it outside. So we're gonna move on. A lot of stuff to recap on week seven. Um, I know Abe has uh, a bone to pick with me, and I'm going to let him, let him try to get at me, even though I'm, I'm probably more disgusted than he is. But he, he can take his shot at me if he wants to. What do you What do you got? That you said you were going to hammer the point home with me. Yeah, your Pats. What happened? I mean, the Patriots. Yeah, your Patriots. I'm I mean, fucking 30, thirty-three to I six. I am disgusted with how they performed on Sunday against give the me, 49ers. Give me, give me your thoughts on Cam Newton. I mean, what? I mean. 
we talked about this off air. I'm not going to use it as an excuse. He was playing pretty decent before he got diagnosed with COVID. And post that, it's just been a disaster of picks and picks and picks. Is it is it the lack of receivers? Because that's, I mean, that's I, a majority of like that's like eighty. Well, I'll say seventy percent of the problem, and thirty percent that's like his mechanics. Well, I guess ba- everybody can't be Brady, so. right? But even then, like when he was playing well, like his throws were scaring the shit out of me. Like when he throws the ball, I'm like, this thing's gonna get intercepted. Like, just yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's always late on his throws. And I feel like uh, DBs and cornerbacks can read all that. And so you're saying he takes too long in the pocket. Takes too long. And, but even his throwing, like it just feels like he's going super slow. It's not zipping. Yeah. And I think even the coordinator is saying like he's not zipping the ball fast enough. And he knows that. But um, and I know his confidence is really shaken after this game. And he even knows like he's like if I continue to play like this, I'm going to get benched. And I think uh, it should happen now. I'm not going to go that far yet. There's a big test, and we'll, we'll talk about that later in our week eight preview. But uh, I'm so mad because, you know, this is the first time the Patriots are 2-4 and four since, like, 2002, I believe, or somewhere somewhere along those lines. It was, like, the early years of Brady. Um, and just overall, like, the effort was bad. Like, I don't know what's going on with Edelman. I think he's looking over at Tampa, seeing what Brady's doing with Gronk and... You know, he has his new type Edelman player in Scotty Miller, yeah. who looks really, really similar to Julian Edelman, um, only he's a deep, deeper threat. But, man, I was so mad with that performance. Um, if they don't win Sunday their matchup, uh, I'm going to call the season Dunzo. And that's just me being a realist. Uh, unlike, you know, someone like Jake, who will still hammer the point on and think that their team, like, oh, as long as we get... As long as we get to the playoffs, it'll be okay. Like, no, that's not good enough for me. <laughs> me, it's Super Bowl or bust. Getting to the playoffs is nice, but if you don't win and continue to advance, then what's the what, what's the whole point? This is not a participation league. You know, I'm not in here for like, oh, we got third place. Like, no, you're in here to win the, the whole damn thing or nothing. So Belichick's got to do a better job. Um, we're gonna see what happens at the trade deadline. I think they got to make some moves. For some receivers, like, and I'm not talking like just no names. Like, they need to get like a big name. Try to get like a Julio Jones, who's like up there as a possible trade bait. Come the deadline, you know, OBJ would have been an option, but you know, torn ACL. That's out the window. Um, look at some of the receivers in Dallas. That's even a possibility. I know New England can make something happen because um, Dallas is going to be looking for picks for next year. Because that's all that's left for them is to look forward to next year. But the Patriots, if they don't do something at the trade deadline, and if they don't win this Sunday, I'm going to call the season done. Um, there's rumors of Stephon Gilmore also on the on the trading block as being as the Patriots being sellers in the trade deadline, which just means they're going to start rebuilding for for next season. So, um, yeah, fucking disgusted, um, just no heart. Got dominated completely by the 49ers. Did not think it was going to be that type of game, and. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm upset. It's, it sucks. So that's all I got to say on my pets. You got any more to add on that? It's pathetic. It was pathetic. It was pathetic. Bad. It was really bad. I, there's no excuses. I made a bet, friendly bet, with one of my buddies who's a 49ers fan. Props to him, Paco. I, I owe you uh, a movie that he's going to pick for me to review, and I'm sure it's going to be something that I'm probably going to hate, but I'm going to have to sit through and then review it. Um yeah, no, props to that team for playing, you know, well 
And that's not Patriots football. Bill Belichick's got to do a better job than that. Disgusted. So mad. But, silver lining. And this is just my for my personal ego, okay? For all these people, all these stupid idiots that have told me for years that Tom Brady, oh, he's only good because of that system that he's in in New England. And even fucking idiots there in, I'm not saying all of them, but there's some idiots there in that New England organization that came out in an article, and I believe it was like the year the Patriots lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl, where they said anybody could come in there and quarterback that team to the success that it's had. Now, the silver lining, and I'm willing to sacrifice my team on this, is that I'm kind of glad that the Patriots aren't doing well because it just proves to the point that Tom Brady is not a system quarterback. And Colin Cowherd has said this. Tom Brady is the fucking system, okay? You see what he's doing there in Tampa Bay with those receivers with actual weapons now? Like, they've put up, like, 40-plus points in the last two games. And against formidable teams, too. You know, we'll see what what, what happens with when they play the Chiefs uh, coming soon. And I think there's some other teams they're going to play that are in that same, you know, elite status. You know, Saints, you know, whatever. But you're seeing what he's doing there. And it's like, he turned that whole franchise around. And one of my buddies actually told me, ah, oh, well, you know, you could put anybody on that Bucks uh, system to quarterback. And they'd be the same thing. It was like, well, if it's the same weapons, the same team... How come they weren't good last year? How come they weren't never in first place well, of the NFC South? Didn't they have Jameis Winston? That's what I'm saying. The same like receivers, the same same has, core, same running back. Yeah, yeah. But like they were never in first place. No, you know, and they didn't. They sure as hell didn't score that many points. They were never talked about. I mean, well, the quarterback was because he had thirty and thirty, 30, 30 touchdowns, right. thirty picks because he was a fucking idiot. Talked about in a bad light, but yeah. So this whole thing makes everybody that has ever said Tom Brady's a system quarterback look so stupid, and it makes me so happy, even though it's coming at the expense of my team, which is at 2-4 and four right now. We're technically not out of it yet, but there's my silver lining in all of this, is that this makes Tom Brady look so fucking good, and I'm happy for him. I'm going to cheer him always because that's my guy. So those of you that want to knock on me, like, oh, you were just there because of Brady. No, I was there before Brady. I was there for Bledsoe. I was there for who else was the quarterback before? There was plenty of quarterbacks for him. Scott Zolak. I was there when Pete Carroll was the coach. I was there when Bill Parcells. When they, when they lost the Super Bowl to the Green Bay Packers. Matt Castle. Matt Castle. Well, that was during the Brady era still. But I was there before that. And the Buccaneers just so happen to be the team that I like to cheer for in the NFC. And I have proof of that. And I have family that lives over there, and they'll tell you. I've met, I met John Gruden before when he was the head coach. Like, I have history with the Buccaneers. So that's why I'm saying it was a perfect match when he, when he ended up there. And it's just like, that's just because that's the football gods looking out for me. That's Tommy Boy looking out for me. All right? Me and him were tight. He knows. He's like, I can't let Palestine. I'm going to go to the Bucs. I'm going to make him happy. So when that happened, I, I'm all set. Because you all don't determine my happiness. So I'm good. The Patriots may not be good this year. That's fine. I got Tom, Tommy B in TB in Tampa Bay. I'm good with that. This is a fun NFL season. And it's proving all of you idiots wrong. And I love every second of it. What are your thoughts? Did you ever think Tom Brady was a system quarterback? I mean, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. I mean, the guy, I mean, I don't know. Watching him play, you just know that he's he's going to overcome the freaking challenges, uh, especially when he's down sometimes. I mean, I, I knew quarter, I mean, standing in the pocket, 
Brady's going to find somebody open, even if he squeezes that ball in tight coverage. You know, he's still, you know, he makes the receivers better. That's what Tom Brady does. And I told you that he was going to come to Tampa Bay. He was going to do, he was going to flourish with his teammates. It only took two games for him to mesh because they, they lost the two games. Mm. They're five and two. Right now, if he if he connected right away, they'd be seven and zero. They really should be six and one. Exactly. They shouldn't have but, lost to the Bears. Right, but look what it shows. It only took two games, and now after that, Tom Brady's just been connecting. He's just been playing balls out. And I mean, like you said about Scotty Miller, I mean, he was the high receiver, six receptions, one hundred nine yards this past game. So I mean, he's got weapons. I mean, he's got. I mean, if Evans is down. He's got Godwin. If Godwin's down, you got Scotty Miller. If Scotty Miller's not in the game, you got uh, 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 what's his name, the tight end uh, Gronk. Gronk. You have Gronk. You still have your two running backs. You still have another tight end in Cameron Brait. So I mean, you've yeah. got different options, and now Tom Brady is just he's connecting with each one of them. So it only took after the two games. So isn't the whole idea real quickly? I want to stay on the system QB thing. Isn't that whole idea stupid? Because it's like. You look at last year with the Saints. Drew, Drew Brees went down for a bit. Teddy Bridgewater comes in, goes five and zero. What? Are you, how come nobody was saying is Drew Brees a system QB? Yeah. Anybody could do it. Patrick Mahomes went down with the knee last year. Who came in? Matt Moore, Matt Moore. fucking light, lighting it up yeah. with those same weapons. You want to say Patrick Mahomes is a system QB? You see how stupid that sounds? Like you got to give the quarterback just their due. Like they're that talented. Yeah. So I I don't get it with this whole like. For, for his whole career, like, oh, Tom Brady's a system guy, a system guy. Like, what, what does that mean when you say that? What does that mean? Like, I don't I don't get it. I mean, it means nothing. I mean, any any team can have a system. Right. But unless there's talent, nothing's going to happen. There really isn't. Thank you, James. appreciate that. But I'm putting that to bed. I won't argue with anybody anymore. There's a certain someone that likes to come at me. It says that Tom Brady's a system QB and... Oh, now he's he's only succeeding because he has weapons now. Well, he's done it without him too. So what do you what do you what do you, you can't have it both ways? Like, no, can't do it. I'm shutting it down here and now. Where the where the hell has that has that person been since Tom's career? I mean, he's been doing it with nobody. Yeah, and <laughs> you just barely you know. But here's the thing with that person. I'm not gonna name call him here, but they're a Peyton Manning fan, huge Peyton Manning fan, and we all know like Peyton. <laughs> when, when it comes to Peyton Manning, like. You know, Tom Brady's always going to overshadow that guy's entire career. Like, I hate to say it, but, you know, because Peyton Manning did a a review on this game with Tom Brady and uh, the Raiders, and he was throwing shots at him. Like, he was throwing digs at him. Like, there were some passes he was making to Gronk, but he was yeah. saying stuff like, oh, was he really looking for Gronk? And it just, like, happened to luckily, like, fall in the right area. It's like, dude, Peyton, like, get it. Let it go, dude. The guy was better than you. Like, Shut up, you man. won your Super Bowl. still playing. Who's right. still playing? Who has more Super Bowls? <laughs> Who won their the the entire rivalry? Like, as a matter of fact, didn't Peyton get his ass handed to when they played the Seattle Seahawks? Wasn't yeah, it? the yeah. Super Bowl, like, and then that same your, the same yeah. the year later. Exactly. Shut the hell up. He just he'll never get over it. And I I made this comment yesterday. I was like, Peyton, he's good with his anger, his comedy, but deep down, he's that fucker's pissed. Yeah, because. but I mean, he's doing State Farm commercials, and 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 Tom Brady's suiting up on Sunday. So fuck you, Peyton. <laughs> what the hell? All right, that's enough of that. Um, what else did we got in Week Seven that you want to talk about? I think we're pretty much almost done with it. Those were the big storylines: the Pats getting destroyed, Cowboys sinking oh. further into 
nothingness. Um, Tom Brady and the Bucks about to flourish. Oh, let's get into that real quick. Antonio Brown, they signed him this weekend. Oh, just add another weapon for Tom Brady. I mean, he's going to need it because Godwin's having injury problems. He'll miss like a game or two. I think he broke yeah, a finger. But, but I mean, he's, yeah, he's but, been here and there. But, uh, I mean, when, when he is in the lineup, he's pretty so good. Who, so what? So what's the – okay, so who's going to play slot? Is Antonio A.B. going to be in the slot? Because, I mean, you can't have A.B. not be in the game. So you're going to have Evans, Godwin. So, I mean – It's Scotty Miller that's going to take the back seat, unfortunately. Well, but, yeah. So then so then A.B. gets the, yeah. the slot. And then you got Gronk. Ooh, that's – Scary. Oh, but remember, no, Gronk's washed. You're not allowed to add him in. As I didn't a, as say a, he was washed. No, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of like the oh, media analysts like a, that are like. I just said he, oh, he's he's in a funk. He's done. And now he's he's, done he's out of that funk. He, the past two games, he's been the one that's been the highlight. You know, so he's he's coming out of it. I was a little kind of pissed off because Gronk is really good. The only thing that's like, going to stop Gronk is himself. If he gets hurt, then I mean, but that's always been his uh, Achilles is like his own injuries. Like other than that, you can't stop that guy. Like. That that one touchdown he made against the Raiders, where like he literally grabbed the ball from behind the guy and took it, and was like, "Dude!" <sighs> so you gave you give Tom Brady that that added weapon. What are you gonna? When, what is the defense AD, going to do? I, I mean, whoever. I mean, if Stephon Gilmore is in the uh, for trade, someone go and trade that can compete with the Bucks because I mean you're gonna need him because you have there's too many receivers. Oh, that was the other thing. Weren't you going to give me crap for picking him up in fantasy? What's wrong with me picking him up? I, I What's wrong did. with him picking him I up in did fantasy? Because we don't know it's a what... smart, it, we smart move. Did, it, we, it, it might pay off, but we don't know which AB we're going to get. And I just... It's a risk I, I'm willing well, to take. Well, I just read today, and I will I will give you that. I just read today that his first practice was amazing. Like, he hasn't lost a step. So it's going to it's gonna pay off. And I admitted it. It's going to pay off. Well, I'm going to dig at Jake here, but I always like to dig at Jake at any chance I get. He was like, well, how do you know? How do you know he's going to do it? I was like, uh, he was on the Patriots for a game last year. He's like, well, you don't know. And I was like, I did know. He, he, They barely had any practice together. Comes in that first game against Miami. I know it was Miami, but yeah. Brady was connecting to him right yeah. right off the bat. And then, like, I think they connected for, like, a touchdown. It's like, dude, that was without practice or anything. Can you imagine with, like, a few weeks of preparation, which now I think uh, this is the first week where Antonio can start really getting together with the team. He's eligible in week nine against the Saints. That'll be his first game if they activate him or whatever. But holy shit. Like, hold on tight because mm-hmm. watch out. Um, I'm not going to get arrogant about it. I'm not even going to shout, like, Super Bowl. Like, yes, it's guaranteed. But I'll just say their chances got a little bit better. And if you're in the NFC right now, like, that's a team that you don't want to face. Because not only because of the offensive power, but that freaking defense, man. That defense is what's going to matter in the playoffs. And the Bucks have the best defense. Do you in the think NFC. that the Bucks go all in and trade for Stephon Gilmore? They should. And if why they, not? And if they do, then watch out. You know? I, I. But then again, I, this is just me uh, for my own personal like jinx and not wanting because I've done this once before, and that was the undefeated season with the Pats, and that backfired on me horribly. I will never get that arrogant again. But if the Bucks were to trade for someone like Stephon Gilmore, even though I don't think they need him, um, would it be a tremendous addition? Absolutely. But if they were to somehow make a move, because I didn't even think they were going to sign AB yeah, like at all, right. that came out of nowhere. Well, I mean, it was Seattle that yeah. was in the running for that. Um, I mean, that number one seed. If, it, if that's not theirs, I don't know who else would. Based on schedule, the, the only ones I could see is probably Seattle. If they just keep 
but we but saw I what mean, happened to them. If, if he had gone to Seattle with, with Josh Gordon coming back as well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I mean it's kind of, wouldn't it be equal? Like A little a, bit. Because you got Russell, and then you got uh, you have Josh Gordon, AB, and then plus DK, and then Chris Carson, and then in Tampa you got but Brady. Who do you, which offense do you trust more? Which, I, mean, I got to go, go with Who Tom. do you trust with not making a mistake? I mean, I've always said I, right. Tom's, you know, I want Tom to be the guy. So, yeah. But, I mean, it would be kind of equal. It would, but then it, it just comes down to, like, who you – who do you want in that moment? Like I would trust Tom because yeah. Russell was prone to make a mistake. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I gotta go Tom. Yeah, no, but that that, that would have been interesting. If, but that's not that the case it, now that, because yeah. AB is over here in Tampa. But I mean, still, you have. I mean, we don't even know how Josh Gordon is going to be because I mean, right. he was playing last year when they played the Eagles, and he wasn't really a, a yeah. factor. So he was a non-factor. So yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I I cannot wait. Um, again, I saw that glimpse in Miami. That one game was all I needed to see. Like, oh, okay, him and Brady just have. They just sometimes you just have that connection, yeah. and I know Bruce Arians and has said like that Tom Brady had nothing to do with it. He totally had something to do with it. Brady's pulling all the strings over there again. Based on that, let's talk about MVP a little bit. Based on that alone, the way he's turned around that city, that franchise, like the the Bucks went from obscurity to like holy shit, like they could possibly be in the Super Bowl if it were tomorrow. Um, what are your thoughts on him, on Tom Brady possibly being in the conversation for MVP? He should. Um, I think the numbers came out like in these last like four or five games. He's like eighteen touchdowns to or fifteen touchdowns to one interception, eighteen touchdowns total, four interceptions. Yeah, because he had, he had four touchdowns and no picks yeah. this past game. So I mean, yeah, your your stats are right. But I mean, who who's in the MVP racing? What is it? It's, you got it's, Russell. You it's got Russell. You it's, got Aaron uh, Rodgers. Mahomes. Mahomes has kind of slipped these last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, they've relied more on the running game, but I'm sure he's going to start lighting it up soon because uh, he's an eagle maniac. I think he's going to want his numbers back up to where they were. Um, I guess if you want to put um, a defensive player like Aaron Aaron Donald's up there a little. I mean, at the, on the low end, but yeah. he's he's in the conversation. So pretty much, I mean, with the names on that list, I mean, you got it. It be either between Tom or Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers has been playing lights out. But doesn't he get a knock on him for the way he performed against Tampa? Uh, yeah, that's true. But I mean, I, I mean, either way, I'd still pick Tom because I mean, of what he's done. So let's Tampa. say the numbers get astronomical once AB gets in. You can't deny him getting another no, MVP, right? Yeah. Even though Russell, well, because you think about it, like, I mean, I know for both Russell and Tom, you both take them out of those teams, they're going nowhere. Yeah. But the way Tampa Bay just. The moment Tom Brady got there, it's like it was. Yeah, well, they transformed. I mean, yeah. you know, now you you have the right receivers. Now Mike Evans is getting his, you know, his his stuff coming his way. Like he's getting Boston on his way. I mean, he wasn't having that with with Jameis. But now it's all attitude changes too. Like it's not only Brady changing just the the winning attitude. It's yeah. like you know, and none of the receivers there are complaining about touches. Yeah. All they care about is winning round. Yeah. Which with a team like that, usually you'd have like problems like oh i'm not getting mine or whatever yeah but you know everyone the way they're talking seems like they're all selfless even even with ab coming they're like no come on bring them on in we're 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 all in and we just want to win so they, yeah they, they just want to win that's all they're and they're playing you know they're, they're playing together so they're just having fun and i know mike evans is like production has gone down but yeah. once you get ab there the double coverage is going to come off of uh of mike evans and he's going to get his touches well, too yeah. so so, so it's it's going to be good news for him. So just the way Brady, just on that alone, you could put him in the MVP conversation because you take him away, it's nothing. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could put a Russell Wilson and, and they'll do something, but just the way everything's been transformed with Brady, like he shot up maybe to number two on my list for MVP. I may still have Russell ahead of him despite his performance this last game, but you know, it's he's at 43 in that conversation. Just just to be in the conversation alone at that age is is incredible. Yeah, um, awesome. Um, I think. Is that all you got for week seven? That's all I have. All right, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll do our top five power rankings, and then we'll do the what if the playoffs started today. This week will be Abe's turn. I got the seedings, the rankings, the matchups, and Abe will bounce off that and see what he predicts to be the Super Bowl if it were to happen today. So stick around. This is Palace Off the Top Rope. We'll be right back. That's me, Millie. Ordinary, boring Millie. The Blissfield Butcher strikes again. I didn't get killed. I woke up in the killer's body. It's me, it's Millie. I want my body back. Come and get it. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I can't wait to kill you. Who knows how many of our friends he's gonna kill? Are you sure this is safe? We're in this together. It's a slaughterhouse. Alright, welcome back to the show. This is the segment where we unveil our top five NFL power ranking teams after week seven. Uh, I'll let you kick it off, Abe. Uh, what's your number five team for this week? Arizona Cardinals. Nice. Back-to-back nice back weeks. Uh, okay. I mean, the Cowboys was a gimme, but the Seahawks, that was an actually a really good game. Went into OT, um, and it possible with Russell Wilson throwing a pick. But, I mean, uh, I have the Cardinals there creeping in. Creeping in. I'm not sold on them just yet, which is why they haven't cracked my top five, even though I'll, I'll own up to it. I didn't think that we we're going to do shit this year with yeah. Cliff Kingsbury, and I thought Kyler Murray was going to just be whatever. And even though, even in the Dallas game, um, he wasn't that accurate with his passing and everything, which is why I'm still not sold, even though it was a really good win against the Seahawks uh, in that tough, di- very, very strong, tough division, the NFC West. Every team is above 500. Yeah, That's crazy. Um, I have the Seattle Seahawks at number five, dropped uh, from number one. Uh, actually, I think they've been number one for a while on my list. Um, that defense, man, is going to be their downfall if they don't make some moves. If Jamal Adams doesn't get healthy, um, yeah, once they hit the playoffs, watch out. Like they actually just uh, acquired uh, Dunlap from Cincinnati, oh, okay. who is their all-time sack leader. So but is that, that going to be? Enough? I mean, that's not going to be sufficient right. enough. But I mean, it's still some added pressure on the edge. But I mean, they'll yeah. scare me a little bit if they go out and get Gilmore uh, from the Pats because that that looks like a total. I can see New England dealing him there. Um, so yeah, that's why the Seahawks have dropped all the way to five. That defense. Right now is the Achilles heel. Russell Wilson is the, the front-runner MVP for me still. But you can't ask him to be Superman every single time. He's got to – the defense has got to show up for him. They've got to make stops. So, you know, they've – every team, I think, has put up, like, 30-plus points on them. And Russell's had to, like, overcome it every week. And, you know, time ran out for him this week. So, uh, I got them at number five. Who do you got at number four? I have the Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers – I mean, they played the Texans. They looked pretty good. Um, I mean, I know they got slaughtered by the Bucks, But, I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers we're talking about. Uh, Devontae Adams had a huge game. Uh, oh. Texans um, corners and safeties couldn't really catch him. So, I got Packers at number four. Um, Packers, uh, for me, I probably have them at 
six or seven, depending on where, where what I really think about Arizona. Um, again, the same thing with the Seahawks. I think that defense is going to be the end of them. And the fact that, you know, what we saw in the NFC title game last year against the 49ers, and especially what we saw against the Buccaneers, is that if you rough up Aaron Rodgers, if you make him uncomfortable in the slightest, if it's not going their way, like they just they fall apart. And it's all led by Aaron Rodgers. And the moment you disrupt them, it just, you know, everything else, like forget about it. Like they just, they're not going to, they're not going to succeed. So that's why I don't have them at all in my top five. My number four is the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they lost to the Steelers on Sunday, but I loved the heart and grit that they showed uh, bouncing back. I think they were down like 24 to three, I think at one point yeah. early in that game. Like the Steelers should have really ran away with it, you know, considering who they have at quarterback and all the weapons they have and, and the running game and their defense is playing awesome. And the fact that they let uh, the Titans creep back in and, and made it competitive all the way to the end, I think Goskowski's what ended up costing the, the Titans, which hurt me in fantasy because that, that, that was a big blow. But um, So I like the heart of the Tennessee Titans, so that's going to make them a force to, to be reckoned with uh, come playoff time. You know, they It's good for them to face adversity like this. That shows that the type of coaching that Mike Vrabel has. We got to stop talking about him as a, you know, a, a mini version of Belichick. Now, this guy's like become becoming like an elite coach before our very eyes. Yeah. Um should definitely be in the conversation for coach of the year, especially the way he, the way he's turned around this team and what is this like his second third year already as coach? Third year. I mean, what he's doing yeah. is tremendous. So, you know, they believe in him and he's got the culture set up there, so um I like them number 4 Tennessee Titans. Who do you got at number 3? Number three stayed the same. It was the Bucks. Okay. Uh, they, I mean, they're. I mean, they, they should probably be number two, but I'm going to keep them at three. Uh, Tom Brady's uh, his nucleus with his teammates is coming together. And they just got the addition of AB. So, uh, Bucks, they'll probably move up. But I mean, yeah, I have the Bucks at number three. I'm going to bounce off you. I also have them at number three. Uh, Jake likes to call me a Tom Brady homer. If I were, I'd be putting the Bucks <laughs> at number one every week. But you know. Um, they're coming up. They're they're ascending, right? As yeah. opposed to oh, yeah. like um, going the backwards. Um, these back to back games, you know, Gronk starting to come back a little bit. I mean, he's still not the Gronk of old, but he's starting to show up for for TB. He's that little blanket. Scotty Miller's just been tremendous, uh, deep threat. Like that one touchdown pass he threw to him against the Raiders. Holy shit! Tell me, you know, there, there's not many quarterbacks that can make that throw. Like. I was looking at the highlights of that game. Uh, I mean, I saw it, the, the replay, the full game, but in the highlights, uh, a next-gen stat came out about that play. There was like a 16% uh, possibility of, of that pass being completed, and Brady like just landed it. Um, they're starting to score uh, tremendous amounts of points. The defense is... Defenses, I'm okay with them being arrogant and having a swag to them because that momentum carries into the game. This defense is super confident in itself. I see it on social media. These guys are like feeling themselves and that's going to carry on. And, you know, just with the leadership of Brady, that defense is just going to continue to play better. And then the offense with, like you said, the addition of Antonio Brown. I mean, it could, it could bust. We don't know, but if it goes in the other direction, watch out everybody. Like this team will be in the number one slot by like week 10. Who do you got at number two? Number two stay the same. I have the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, I know they played the Broncos, who are depleted, but uh, I mean they still have Chubb on defense for the Denver side. 
And uh, they I mean, squashed I, them though. <laughs> yeah, they they did. But I mean, that's a good defense from Denver though. Like they're not bad. Like they're, they they no, gave Brady some trouble. They've they've given some other teams some trouble. Like they're Denver's not like a dumpster fire. Or anything I, like that. I think uh, Kansas City is kind of uh, reserving. Mahomes for the playoff push. You think so? So maybe that's probably why they're going towards the running game. And with the addition of Le'Veon Bell, I think they're trying to get him into the fold as well with uh, Edwards Hilaire. So, I mean, I kind of think that they're they're reserving Mahomes. I know he's kind of declined or diminished a little bit, but, I mean, he's still the Mahomes. I mean, he's still young, right. still got it. So I, I think uh, they're conserving him a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, they're going off to see what these two running backs can do together. Kind of like uh, in uh, Cleveland right. before Chubb went out. you know. So I think that's what's happening. Uh, they're my number two team as well. Um, I don't think it's so much that he's diminishing. I think they're just trying to alternate him and not have him be like Russell Wilson and be have to, having to be Superman every week. Or possibly like a risk of injury. S- stuff like that too. Yeah. But So them going to the run game scares me because if they get that figured out completely, like, they're going to be hard to stop. Um, the only thing that concerns me about the Chiefs is their defense. So if they come across like a, a Pittsburgh where Big Ben could throw it deep, um, even Ryan Tannehill, who's also in the conversation for MVP a little bit, he's playing good, really good ball. Like we have to stop thinking about Ryan Tannehill as oh he was the quarterback of the Dolphins. Like no, like he's <clears throat> with the right coach. He's now in place. He's got he's 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 playing really really well. So I can't look at him like as the old Tannehill anymore. Like this guy's like reformed. Is he like would I trust him in a two minute drill? Like I don't know. Like just yet in terms of like game on the line in an AFC like title game, not there yet. But could he get there by the time we get to January? Who knows? I mean, if this team keep if the Titans keep playing the way they are, like you know, I, I can see them in the Super Bowl. Like it, it could be one of those years where a team like you wouldn't think like they were this close last year. Like they, they were, were there, um, but yeah, the Chiefs, Mahomes, like they're gonna get that run. I just hope they don't figure out that running game, just for for my personal sake. Because if not, then that's gonna be hard. Um, and the only team I could see matching up with them well would be the Buccaneers, like in in terms of the total NFL, because the, the Buccaneers' run defense is like tremendous. They've been stopping everybody. They stopped Kamara. They stopped McCaffrey. They'll stop anybody. So. I think you think they can put a hat on Le'Veon Bell, who's not really like the Le'Veon Bell of old, and that rookie. You know, they'll they'll probably have him make some mistakes. I think he's due for some at some point. So yeah, uh, and yeah, I guess I'm pretty sure we're both going to have the number one team. So we'll bounce back off each other. Who do you got? I have Steelers. Same. Um, just because they're the only undefeated team left, they're playing really good ball this year. Um, with the addition of uh, Claypool being the rookie, he's actually playing balls out. Uh, Connor um, as well. Uh, Big Ben. I mean, you know, Jake talks about him being fat. I don't, <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't know where he gets that from because I mean, he's not, you know, he's a big guy, he's tall, you know, but I don't, you know, he's saying he's fat, and I'm just like, where? <laughs> but anyway, uh, Big Ben's playing great. Um, and and Juju Smith's been a little quiet, but that's okay though. But there's another receiver that's emerged. Deion What's his name? Washington. There we go. Yeah, Deion Washington, um, and it's been him and Claypool that have pretty much been you know yeah. the go-to guys, and that's fine because Juju, you know, I mean, you're it's kind of reserving him as well. You don't want him to get an injury going into the playoffs. I only got to see a little bit of highlights, but what was it was Big Ben through like a couple of interceptions in that game against the Titans, right? 
which is why they were able to come back into it. Right. Um, that I think that's the only concerning thing for the Steelers is that Big Ben does turn it over pretty easily. Yeah, he does. Um, so if he comes across a defense in the AFC, like we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. But they're playing the Ravens. This that's probably the game of the week. Um, that's a defense that could force him to make some turnovers. And again, if we're looking at Achilles heels for any teams. I think. That'll be it for Pittsburgh because other than that, they they, they can pretty much roll on anybody. I, I think that's going to be. Uh, I don't want to talk too much into it because I know we have it coming up. But I mean, that's probably going to be a low scoring game. Oh, I mean, it both, always both, is. Both it's both always hard hitting. I, I think mean, I put out a stat or a picture of a stat. I think they're tied in their rivalries. So. Yeah, and I mean, it's probably going to come down to kickers. You for know, sure, who's more accurate? I mean, and so we'll see. Well, those are our top five power ranking teams for Week Seven. Uh, James, you got a team that's your number one right now that you're watching that you like? Mm, well, I don't watch too much football, but, I mean, I'm kind of like you. I'm a, I'm a Tom Brady yeah. boy, so, you know, I'm still looking at Patriots and I'm still looking at the Bucks. I mean, yes, Tom Brady had a rocky start at the beginning of the season, but he is leading that team to victory right now. It's I, I can't wait until, you know, I mean, that Saints game on Sunday night when A.B. is going to show up like, it's going to be NBC. It's going to be... Oh, it's ooh. going to be glorious. Well, I can't wait. Uh, I, yeah. If uh, Jake was here, he would call James... He would call uh, it trash. No, he would call James uh, Brady Homer. Brady Homer. Yeah. yeah. I don't give <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> All right. Uh, Time to transition to my new segment, which we debuted it last week. It was called What If the Playoffs Started Today? And what we do is we take uh, the rankings and seedings of NFL playoffs... And how they match up, um, where they would be at if the season ended today. Um, so last week, my Super Bowl pick ended up being the Steelers and the Buccaneers, which, if you, if you look at it, it's not that far off. Uh, it would be, I think it'd be a pretty interesting Super Bowl. Big Ben versus Tom Brady, like good, old school. That'd be a good game. Um, two great run defenses, like who, which offense is going to be able to emerge, yeah. uh, which defense is going to be able to make that big stop. Uh, so that, a good, that was last week. There were some changes. This week, in term more in the NFC, some people that got out of the top seven, and some that got inserted. As far as AFC, it's the same teams, but only the seedings changed. So, Abe, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna what do you want to do? NFC or AFC first? Let's go AFC. Cool. All right. So, the number one seed for the AFC, if the season had ended today, would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they would be the only team to get the bye. Again, only one team from each conference is getting a bye this year in the playoffs because they're adding in an additional team. So everybody else is going to have to play from uh, here on out in the playoffs. So whoever wins the Super Bowl, it, it could be all the way from wild card weekend. So it, that's more of a higher probability than in past, right. which I know real quickly people would love to give shit to Tom Brady. Oh, well, he only had to play like two games to get to the Super Bowl. Well, it's not his fault that his fucking team was good and had a good record. What do you want him to do? <laughs> Jesus. Like, God, like, if that's your excuse for why Tom Brady is in many Super Bowls and has won or he's had an easier path, <laughs> give me a fucking break. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the Pittsburgh Steelers would be the number one seed with the bye. Everybody else is going to have to play. So here, here are your seedings. Number two, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. At number three, the Tennessee Titans. At number four, the Buffalo Bills. So those are all your divisional winners right there. And then everybody else, these are the wild card teams. Baltimore Ravens at number five. The Cleveland Browns would be in the playoffs today at number six. And at number seven, which nobody's talking about this team, and I still think they'll eventually fall off. 
the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Phillip Rivers, I don't trust them. So here's your wild card weekend matchups, Abe. The first matchup you would have would be the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Who would you have winning that matchup? Chiefs. Chiefs? Would it be a romp, or would you think it'd be high scoring? No, it's not high scoring. Huh. Uh, Phillip Rivers throws more interceptions than anything. Okay, so, so you got the Chiefs. I'll, I'll mark that down for you. So they would advance the divisional round mm-hmm. um, along with the Steelers, of course, with the bye. Your next matchup would be the Tennessee Titans matching up with the Cleveland Browns. Tennessee Titans. Titans would win that game. Does Cleveland have any shot against the Titans, or would this be a romp as well? No. Uh, I mean, I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Um, without OBJ as well, so no. They would. Jadavian Clowney, right, your boy? Oh, that's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy. All right, and the final matchup would be the Buffalo Bills hosting the Baltimore Ravens. This would actually be pretty good. That Buffalo defense. You don't think they'd step it up and try to put a hat on Lamar? You're gonna, or are you gonna be conservative and, and automatically put Lamar? Man, I don't know because this is your uh, this is your choice. I'm not trying yeah, to sway you. I, no, just... no, no. I I I gotta go with the Bills. All right, you're going to go with an yeah, upset here. Yeah, i got to go with the Bills. Even though they'd be the ones hosting Tech. Yeah, they'd be hosting. Yeah. So the Bills would move on to the divisional round. So your final four teams in the divisional round of the AFC would be the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Tennessee Titans, and the Buffalo Bills. So your first matchup would be the Steelers, the number one seat, facing the Buffalo Bills. Who do you got winning that matchup? Steelers. Steelers would go on to the AFC Championship. And... And which would I think be a gigantic matchup? The Chiefs host the Titans. Oof. Chiefs, Chiefs. Titans don't have enough to get it done just yet. And they're they're there, but not yet. Okay. So you got the Steelers and the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC title game. In the AFC, it's always been Brady or actually Big Ben to make the Super Bowl. Right. Last year, it was Mahomes. Does he go back to back and make? He it? does. All right, you're going with the Chiefs the to Chiefs. be in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's going to be a real tight game, though. On that it one. comes down to like a final drive? Yeah, I think so. And okay, so you got the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. And now let's move over to the NFC, which things have changed dramatically from last week. So your number one seed uh, still would be the Seattle Seahawks because this was their first loss of the season against the Cardinals. So everybody else, I think, has dropped two games or more. Right. Your number two seed would be the Green Bay Packers. Last week it was the Bears. Your number three seed stays the same. It would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Your number four seed has changed. Went from being Dallas to the Philadelphia Eagles. So they're the number four. They'll host a playoff game. Lord help us, the the NFC East is going to host a game. (laughs) And then your number five seed would be the Arizona Cardinals. Your number six seed will be the Chicago Bears. And the number seven seed will be another team from the NFC West, the Los Angeles Rams. So, again, Seattle gets the bye. Again, only one team from the AFC and NFC will get the bye. So your first wild card matchup for the NFC will be the Packers hosting the Rams. This is a good matchup here. Do you think Rodgers can overcome Aaron Donald? Yeah, I believe so. Packers would win. Because Goff, that offense, they've got some players, but... uh, Yeah, but they don't have that number one receiver. I mean, they traded them all. Okay, so you got the Packers moving on to the divisional round. Along with the Seahawks, who have the bye. Your next matchup would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a revenge game against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Bucks. Bucks. Is this with AB succeeding or AB like just. I maybe? mean, 
it's just AB being a compliment. Let's say he wasn't. Player. Would you still pick him? Oh, yeah. Like, say it didn't work out? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the Buccaneers move on to the divisional round. And the final game of Wild Card Weekend would be the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I got the Cardinals. Interesting. I have the Cardinals. Uh, Carson Wentz is one more hit away from being concussion again and getting knocked out of the game. Like, so you're basing it on that. What if he's healthy? If he's, I still got the Cardinals. Their defense is really good. Okay. Uh, they have a rookie Simmons as a line, as an outside uh, rusher, and he's really good. So yeah. Okay, so we go to the divisional round of the NFC. It would be the Seattle Seahawks, your number one seed, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. In a rematch of their game from Sunday night, which was a pretty good game, and the Cardinals end up winning on that one. I got Seahawks. Russell doesn't make those same mistakes again. Not right? again. And who knows if they end up picking up somebody at the trade deadline True. for their defense. Which you said they did, right? They, they got Dunlap. Yeah. But I mean, but let's see if who else they pick up. Yeah. So the Seahawks move on to the NFC Championship game. And the other matchup would be a rematch again as well the Packers and the Buccaneers. <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna go Bucks. This would be in Green Bay though, because Green Bay's a number two. That's seat. fine. I mean, Tom, no, Tom, Pro, I don't give, don't yeah, Foxborough, so Gillette Stadium, Bucks, okay. Bucks. Okay, the the Pack's defense doesn't have any answers for those receivers. Okay, yeah. So you got the Buccaneers and the Seahawks in the NFC Championship game in Seattle. Um, Tom Brady versus Russell Wilson. I think that's like a super. That's a Super Bowl type matchup right there already. Like two, pretty yeah. much. Uh, so, Bucks, of course. Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Or um, to the Super Bowl, and you got Bucks versus Chiefs, which was my Super Bowl prediction at the start of the season. Um, be a great Super Bowl. Old school versus new school. Oh yeah. Is is Patrick Mahomes the next goat according to Jake, or does Tom Brady continue his his? He's chasing ghosts at this point, right? He's not chasing anybody else but himself. But himself. You know, he gets ring number seven. Let me ask you this, Abe. I don't know how you feel about this. In terms of overall sports, were, do you still have Jordan as the elite of the elites? Oh, yeah. But if Brady wins ring seven, does that eclipse Jordan? Is he, like, the standard now? I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. I mean, I, I'd be okay with that because, you know, you talk about, like, LeBron... They're saying LeBron's better than Jordan, but I mean Tom Brady, he's stuck with the he's been with the Pats for so long, you know, and he won with nobody, right. you know. So I I think you could put him in that category. I like, would be okay with that. Meaning like he'd be like the absolute standard. That's, you'd be like yeah. in in any sport. You'd be like in baseball. All these guys like the Tom Brady of of, of baseball. Yeah, like he's that that echelon. He's, I mean, what more does he have to prove? That's what I'm saying. Like, in the knack on him is that he's lost. Yeah. I know you can say that for LeBron, too, but Brady has won more than anybody in his sport. You're going to dink him because he lost three Super Bowls, but, but he's it, been to so many and won as many. But it's many. like I told you, Jordan won with supporting cast. It's mm. the same thing with Tom Brady. He's won with a supporting mm. cast. I mean, he. I mean, yeah, he had Randy Moss, but Moss was already right. way past his prime when he when he showed up. The thing I guess I just don't understand with uh, with analysts and stuff is like they'll still say like, "Oh, Joe Montana," because he went four and zero. But it's like he also had an all timer, maybe the greatest receiver of all time, yeah, on that team, but. I don't know. I just think the more rings you have, that makes you the, but, the best ever. Okay, but okay. So Mon- Montana was successful in San Fran, right? Right. And he went to Kansas City and didn't do anything. Right. And then he he was a one year done. That's it. 
Yeah. Tom Brady, he's got a better record. You know, he's doing a lot better things, you know, yeah. now with the Bucks when he was with the Pats. So, I mean, yeah. you really can't say Montana because Montana didn't really succeed onto another team. Right. Well, I guess the only comparison is, is Peyton Manning. He's the only one who did it, who went to another team and, and won a Super Bowl, but he only won one. Or he totaled two, but yeah. Um, I, the only record break Brady, Brady would make is uh, hosting a Super Bowl and winning in, in the actual stadium, which would be incredible. The Vikings were close to it a couple of years ago. But if the if Brady were to do that, like, I mean, I don't know what would the analysts say after that. They would, I, I'm sure there would still be people that'd be like, "Nah, he's not the greatest ever." Like, how do you at this after the Super Bowl against the Falcons? I don't know how anybody could ever like not claim like he's the greatest. But you know what? I, as a matter of fact, on that Super Bowl, I think they were like talking shit because of his of his stats. They were saying, "Oh well, why is he? He wasn't the MVP. It was Edelman." Right. But they were just no, no, like, no, no. That was the Super Bowl against the Rams. I'm talking about the Falcons one, where you made the twenty-eight to three comeback. That's right. Okay. Well, they still gave him shit for that, right? Because I mean, they were saying well, he was the MVP for that one, right? Yes. And I think somebody else flourished as well. They had some good stats on that game as well. I can't remember. I don't know if it was Edelman or Gronk. It might have been Gronk, I believe. No, Gronk didn't play that Super Bowl. He got hurt. That during the season on the Falcons, yeah, he was dealing with Amendola and Chris Hogan. He had oh yeah, he bones. didn't have Hogan, but I mean they were still contributors. But still, they still talk shit about Brady because. <laughs> but to me, that solidified him as the greatest. Yeah. The, well, what should have set him apart was the the Seahawks one that got him ring four, right? But people were like, "Eh, Montana still." It's like, okay, cool, whatever. But he's at least there. But once he won that Atlanta one, the, in the way they did it, in that comeback like that. Put any other quarterback, there's no way. Like, yeah. they would come maybe close, and Aaron Rodgers could come close maybe. Um, Russell Wilson could bring it back close, but the way like you watch that second half of that game, like that was magic, dude. Like, I that's to me my favorite Tom Brady game. Just in terms of like desire, heart, and they just weren't going to give up until that clock hit zero. Um, but even then, and he won another Super Bowl after that, yeah. and yet still people don't want to. Say he's the the greatest ever. Like I don't get it. At this point, it just has to be a personal bias, right? Like, like oh, hate, it, hatred, oh, it definitely right? has to be, right? I don't get it. I don't understand these analysts. Like even Max Kellerman, finally, finally this week declared like that he was wrong about Tom Brady like falling off a cliff. Like it took him that long. It took him like two, three more Super Bowl wins to declare that. Like that's crazy. Yeah, it's just personal hate at this point. You're right about that. Um, like I said, with Tom Brady, he is the GOAT. Jake, if you're listening, he is the GOAT. Not, I mean, Mahomes, you can talk about that later on. I mean, you can start to put him in the conversation, but let him win 2-3. Okay, right? Okay, 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 Robert, hold on real quick. Let's just say Mahomes, he goes to the big dance, but he doesn't win it after he won the one last year. I mean, is he still a GOAT? Well, you, or do we can, or do we see that maybe Wilson maybe can be in that? Well, Wilson, if Wilson would have won that Super Bowl, like we'd be talking about him completely differently today. Um, but you, all these analysts are just like you know they, or as Jake likes to say, they chug it for Mahomes. Like a lot of people have, have already claimed him to be the greatest. Yeah, like, but <laughs> but there's but, a difference between talent and accomplishments. Like, I mean, in term, like yeah. 
Will I admit, is Tom Brady the most talented quarterback? No. Okay, but does Mahomes have to win six more uh, Super Bowl uh, to be the greatest? To be the greatest? I to mean, be the greatest, you have to eclipse Of course, because you've got to surpass Tom Brady, right? So that means he's got to win seven then. Right. And, and again, I, and I wouldn't hold this against LeBron. I know you probably would, but if LeBron were to win more than Jordan, I I would have to say he's the best. Let To me, it's the rings that matter. Okay, let Anthony Davis walk and then let LeBron win from there. And then I'll be like, okay, yeah, maybe. But when you're buying your talent, it's like buying a win. It's like me... You know, me, you, and James, we go run a theater. We're going to we're gonna succeed. We're going to be the best. Right. You I know? know, but I... St- it's like buying still, talent, though. But still, like, the only reason I get mad now with LeBron is because he has not reached Jordan, but yet still no, people are saying it. But he wants respect, and it's like, do it yourself. Right. Do it but yourself. But if he gets more more rings than Jordan, I, I'll i have to give it up. Even, like, with, even with the additions of superstars surrounding him, instead of because Jordan didn't have that superstar, he didn't have that extra superstar. He had, he had role players, role players. I mean... But again, you it was know, also a different NBA back then. But no, but you didn't like I told you before. You don't see Patrick Ewing. You didn't see him go. Oh shit! I need to go play in Chicago or right. Dikembe Mutombo. I need to go and join forces with Patrick well, Ewing. You then know, again, also, um, how did it? I don't know how it worked salary cap wise. Was it even possible back then to do something like that? I mean, it probably could have worked out. You know, it might have been like tight. But you wouldn't have had like your Miami trio. You probably would have had another superstar yeah. uh, right next to you. But I mean, it wouldn't have been you know how it is now. But that's not even the point. The point is that okay, so Larry Bird could have been like, oh, I'll take a little pay cut. I'm gonna go play with Jordan. Yeah, you know that that still could have been the outcome. But now you're buying, and now it's just like, oh God, now we got to see where where uh, maybe. Uh, Giannis goes to to L.A., to the Lakers. If he goes over there, that's just ridiculous because Mm -hmm. now you have a third superstar. So that means now the Lakers are the front runners to win next year. It's about buying your rings. you got to earn it. Well, you still got to play the games regardless because... You, you had the big three, and the Spurs were able to take them down in the finals. So, like, yes, but the, but the, yes, you bought the team, but they were still yeah, able but the to Spurs, be taken down. Okay, but the Spurs had role players, right? You but had, they, but you're saying that he bought the teams. Yes, he did. Okay, then that means they should have steamrolled the Spurs twice, and they didn't. The they Spurs were, were they, able because they weren't playing together. They were still learning. That's the problem when you have three superstars. And they mean they were still learning. This was already like their no, third but finals they, together. They were, they were, they, they want the ball. It was all about like I want to take the last shot, or you know, and 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 that's when LeBron got to where he's like, I don't want to take the last shot. Like I just want to, you know, pass it. Like it was talked about for a while where LeBron mm. wasn't wanting to take the last shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was getting a little soft. I mean, now it's different because they won. But what I'm saying is that he bought his his rings. Bought him. I, I I respect your point. But I have to stick with my intuition, like in terms of, to me, if you have the 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 gold, the, the championships, that sells it for me. Again, right now, I'm totally with you. LeBron has no reason to be saying he's the goat. Nobody should be calling him the goat because he's nowhere near Jordan yet. Like, no. or even uh, what's his name, Will Chamberlain, who's the one that has like 11 plus rings. If you want to talk about that, it should be him. Like, well, yeah. Um, that's really this. That's really who Brady's chasing is that guy, um, and I know my, he probably could get there. Who knows? But to me, like, why consider Brady already like the best ever in any sport with yeah. the, the salary cap? 
but he's they also, can't keep teams yeah. together like that well, for years I know and that, years. But I mean, he's he's never been one to demand high right. dollar. I mean, he's just like fuck. I want to play. I want to win. Yeah. You know, let's okay. Let use some of that money and bring in some other players, and they did. Yeah. You know, not big names, but I mean, it was supporting players as well. So yeah, Tom Brady is going to be the greatest. The only thing that's going to suck like, if they do if they win it this year with the, with the Bucks and that team. I can see what a lot of the analysts, they're so predictable. It's going to be because, oh, he had all of this around him. I know, you know, Abe, you know that's coming, right? You know that would be the only thing they'd be like, oh, he needed all this help to for them and to the, and elevate that, him and or whatever. And that's when the analysts are dumbasses because they are looking at now. They're not looking in the past when he didn't have shit. Right. It's just like he won with nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so what, what difference does it make? And if he did win... When there was a, a, a Hall of Famer on there, is because they're already past their prime. Right. Like Corey Dillon, who was already past. I mean, he had some good runs, but it was because mm. Tom made them better. Mm. You know, like people were more feared of like, oh shit, Tom's got the ball, but no, it's because of running back, you mm. know, or the receiver or the tight end. So, I mean, Tom all around makes you a better per- a better player. It's funny how they only mention his age whenever like he throws a pick or if they have a subpar game. But they never mention his age whenever he's playing well. Or just like when he... It's funny how that works, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> well, especially for a while, I think for the whole week when they played the Bears, when he threw on fourth down and he was just yeah. like... You yeah, know, you I didn't mean, know what down it was, And whatever. they were, you know, it's just like, he's going to bounce back from that. I mean, you know, and they're like, oh, maybe father time is caught up to yeah. him. Like, shut the fuck up because the next game they played the, the Packers and yeah. fucking slaughtered him. It yeah. was like, I'm, I don't know. So that's what I'm... I feel like it gets to that point with any player who's... Probably past their 35 range as far as when they play any sport. I mean, look at Brett Favre. I mean, he played for quite a long time as well. Yeah. And anytime they brought up the age cards because he was doing bad. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to bring up the age card when someone's doing bad. Right. It's like, oh, well, it's just because he's past his prime. It's like, <laughs> really? It's like you bring that up now? <laughs> but then they don't say it. Again, they keep their yeah. mouth shut when he's playing good. Yeah. But then also, like, the standard they're using, like, when he does bad is, like, they... They still judge Brady as if he's still the Brady from seven years ago. Like, no, judge him from how he's playing now. And, like, the way he's playing out at that age is incredible. You know, 43, like, name me another quarterback in the history of football ever that's that's done the stuff I mean, he's doing. maybe Favre could have gotten, maybe not to 43, but maybe even the 40s. But what he was could, he when he was with the Vikings? Like, late 30s, right? Like, 38, was, uh, 39, probably? He wasn't 40, right? No, he was 38, 39 somewhere, but he got, like, I think... What took him out, he had to retire his when He got hit hard. The Bounty Gate game against yeah. the Saints. Yeah. Where they just beat the shit out of yeah. him. Um, but, like, they were this this close to him, like, getting that team to the Super Bowl. So, like, I mean, it can be done. Yeah. I just think it's funny how analysts, the way they work. Like, again, they're so predictable. Um, so that, that would be the only knack on the Bucks winning is they, they would say all of that crap. But uh, Buccaneers, uh, Chiefs would be your Super Bowl for this week if the playoffs uh, started today. If Jake shows up next week, it'll be his turn. Uh, if James comes back next week, maybe we'll have him tackle it, tackle these seedings. They're going to change from week to week because, yeah. you know, we're still about the ha- almost the halfway point of the season. We're heading on week we eight. We actually are. So, so, yeah, 16, halfway. so yeah, yeah, halfway. So some of these, uh, like the Bucks, could end up being the number one seed at some point. They'll get the bye. And again, only one team from each conference, which is crazy. Like, I don't know. How do you feel about the new playoff system? Are you – Cool with another wild card game? Like, that just means another game on Saturday. I think so. Yeah, because, I mean, isn't it... Really? If it's, like, Eagles and... Let's say it was Eagles-Rams, like, would you care? It's it's something to watch. Uh, Yeah, but it's, like... 
It would be like the well, way the okay, Texans were okay, always okay. slated no, on no, that no, Saturday what, game. What did, what did you just say? The Eagles and who? Rams. Okay, well, I mean, the Eagles, yeah, it's in the NFC East, but, I mean, they're not. I mean, they they at least play. Or, God forbid, it's the Cowboys. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> it wouldn't I even mean, be fun to watch. It was just like. If you're saying the the Cowboys, and, and, I mean, Aaron Donald will kill that Danucci kid if he's still behind the center. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that worth spending I mean, I, my Saturday afternoon? Like, oh, let me but it's get a, the crew together. Let's 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 watch a football game. If like, it was ugh. the Cowboys and the Rams, I'd probably be, like, on board with you. But this is, like, somebody different that's playing, you know, decent, like the Eagles. I mean, they're not that bad. Could be the Washington football team. We don't know I what mean, the NFC hey, is. We don't you know. know what? If it's what their defense is good, I mean, shit, who know. knows? But, I mean, it's still another game for us to watch. Uh, depends on the matchup. I, I just think, like, I like the scene that it was because it makes every game count. That's why I told Cowboys fans, like, with this new seating, like, you'd have a better chance to get into the playoffs, which sucks. No, you got to fight your way to get those two wild card spots yeah. if you don't win your division. So it's going to suck. You know, the NFC East is going to get a team in for sure. And you have the NFC West with, like, the 49ers might not even make the playoffs. You know, if, yeah. if it continues like this, I think all of them on the NFC West are all like what five and two, four and two. Yeah, yeah. The only team missing out of the playoffs is the 49ers. If not, everybody else is in. Like that's crazy. Um, I w- I really wish they would have done the win percentage thing that they were talking about, but maybe they'll test that next year. But I don't know about this extra wild card games. Like, yes, it's more football to watch, but then it just I want the playoff football is where it gets really tough. You're telling me like a. A Cowboys Rams game. I'm telling you, I'm just think, speaking hypothetically, but it's also a possibility. Well, Cowboys Rams. That's playoff well, football. Well, I mean, I already told you the Cowboys are out of the playoffs. So that's what I'm saying. Like, but, I mean, it, what was what was the point of it then? But if it is like Cowboys and Rams, and I mean, I feel bad because Aaron Donald is just going to dominate. But like, imagine so. you get a matchup like that, and like you know the Rams are going to win, but somehow Goff gets hurt, and then that fucks up the matchup for next week because you know I, I'm one that loves to see star power in the NFL. Like as much as I hate the Cowboys. I hated to see Dak go down because he's star power. Like, yeah. it makes the Cowboys unwatchable. Like, well, I can guarantee you, if if Jared Goff were to go down, that backup quarterback, whoever it is, would probably still throw all over the Cowboys. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I just I, I like the playoffs to be kept tight, short. I guess I, I get what you're saying. You wanted to be competitive. Yeah, that's what you want. I, I get it. To me, I mean. Yeah, I want to it's be It's more football. It, it's more. It's, it's a television thing. It's a ratings thing. That's all it, this is for. It's like when the NBA decided to do every series best of seven. I missed the earlier rounds when it used to be best of five. Like, cool, keep it yeah, shorter, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to well, the, the point. The first round was best of five, and then yeah. when you got deeper in, then that's when it then was it would best get of a seven. Seven series. Yeah. That one was actually pretty good because you could go, like, 3-0, and you're already fucking, you're bounced. Or even you know? basketball should adapt baseball. I love baseball. Like, was it best of three that they do? Some, in the no, playoff? It's, it's best of for away for what? For baseball. baseball. It's like best of five or best of three, it's, right? It's best of seven. It's, it's best of they're seven. all best of seven now? Yep. Uh, all, yeah. Oh, they, they adapt to that too? Well, yeah. well, I think now what's different is that you play like a wild card. Like you'll do like one game elimination. Yeah, yeah the oh. wild card is one yeah. game elim. That's how. And then it gets into the series game. Oh, and then it's okay. best of seven. So it's like one game elimination. And then I know, know for a while weren't they doing like best of three? They, like it was super it was, short. I remember I like so. they were. It was well, in the beginning. I'm not, I, well, I mean, it like, was probably because the seasons are so freaking long. Because right. the, the seasons are all played in, in like series. Like you play the same team like four days in a row. And, yeah. And I mean, it doesn't matter at that point in in the in that and gets to the wild card and then yeah. single elim. And then now you do the best of seven. Okay. 
but yeah, no NBA, too many games sometimes. I, I think baseball should adapt to like the NFL. You know, having some of these like a team, bracket. Yeah, I agree. Because because uh, I mean, be it's cool. only like a certain amount of what is it? Only you get like what four teams in the in the pennant for the. Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Is that. it what, so? It's the wild card, and then it's like your your now it's your actual series. Yeah, and then it's the World Series. Well, yeah, because it you go based off it's four teams. You had two go against each other, then you have. The the winning two go for that yeah. that division's you know championship. I think they goes to World I Series. think they should cut the games instead of it being like a hundred and what sixty five or one hundred sixty two. Yeah, I mean, I would cut it and then add more teams so that way it's more competitive. You don't just get the same teams. I mean, that, that's what I think. All right, well, we'll move off that. We'll see if Jake returns next week. Um, so uh, as I promote this, yeah, we'll say Jake is going to do the playoffs next week, but. Uh, I'll update you when we, as we get closer. Um, it's time to see how we did on our picks last week. Uh, Abraham's got all the stats written down on that, how we did last week, and how we're doing overall in the season. And go ahead and inclu- include Jake because he's uh, he's been yeah. with us for two weeks, so we can see how his <laughs> his season record is. So, how did we do last week, Abe? So, Robert, you're you were eleven and three in your picks. <laughs> Which and, ones did I get wrong? Uh, what did I tell you? You got I got the, the Patriots Falcons. game wrong. Yeah, you got Patriots, Falcons, and the Seahawks. And right? the Seahawks. Damn. Uh, so overall, right now you're 27 and 15. Let's go. Uh, Jake is was five and nine. Yikes! <laughs> I think he piggybacked on some of my picks. So he's five and nine, and for the season he's 12 and 16. He's uh, he's a below 500. He's definitely the Cowboys. He's a, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys of picks. So <laughs> last week I was nine and five, and for the season I'm twenty seven and fifteen. Okay, so it's so it's 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 there. You might make the wild card, possibly. All right, well I might the, be I might be that we might be the Cowboys and Rams that you're talking about. And we still I'll, I still need to add in uh, from the first pot that we did together. We'll get in those numbers yeah. as well, um, but we'll save that probably towards the end and see. Maybe it'll end up being like something that helps somebody go over. You know, lose the the season. We'll see what happens, uh, but we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Can we do? Are we going to do like a wager? Maybe like a beer or something? Sure. Yeah. Well, if you want to create something, hmm. or we can. I'll think about that for think, next. Yeah, week's think show. about that, and uh, we'll we'll come to an agreement. I mean, it. I think uh, I think we still got to do that steak dinner for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I yeah, my prediction in the very beginning. Yeah, he went from Bucks. What? No, it no, was, no, it, no, was no. it was it was Cowboys. Um, but this was before because you had the Buccaneers, and I was like, yes. And then all of a sudden, all the stuff happened with the draft or whatever, and you, oh, you got all high right. and mighty about the Cowboys. With the CD Lambs, and I was, I was like, like, you schmuck. You know what's going to happen? They're going to fucking disappoint you. And they fucking did. <laughs> Fuck you, Every Cowboys. And then, Fuck you, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Fuck you, but Mike Nolan. I'm giving them a couple more weeks because right after Thanksgiving, whatever week that ends up being for the season, I'm going to let him revise his Super Bowl pick. Uh, I may revise mine as well. Depending on where we're at, you know, because these some of these AFC teams, like, watch out. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll we'll revise our Super Bowl. It's pick. Like I said, I'm Randy Quaid from Major League <laughs> Movie. <laughs> I want you to wear a, big, a cowboy shirt with a big with duct a big, tape X. With a big duct tape X. <laughs> and not for not for and not for Dez. No, oh it's a, my gosh. It's an X. Get him oh, out of my hey, life. He's he's over in uh, Baltimore on, on the practice, practice squad. squad. Mm, I mean. Uh, he had his chance. I mean, I, I, don't, um, I, I don't feel sympathy for that guy. No, well, not only that, but I'm not really going to be like, oh, my gosh, watch out for them. Because, I mean, he did a practice with the Saints, and then he blew out his ACL. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so. Was it that or his Achilles? Was it Achilles? Because Achilles is harder to come back from, I think, than an ACL. 
If it's Achilles, I have to double check on oh, that. Oh man, I want to say it was ACL and MCL. Are you sure? Because I I remember the moment I saw Achilles. You're right. Like, it was Achilles. Eesh. It was Achilles. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I'm not really gonna be all. Woo. all right. So we'll see. I mean, I mean, he had his chance. So I mean. He doesn't have well, much he wanted to, to for me. go get signed by the Cowboys, but we're stacked. I mean, if the but I bet if the Bucks would have got him, Robert, you would be like, oh no, man. I'd be like, we don't need him. <laughs> I really would would have said that we don't need him. Maybe he went to the Patriots. They need him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the, but I don't, I don't trust Cam Newton. I I don't. I mean, I don't know. We I just need a threat out there to open up for Edelman. I, and I think you. I need, need him as a decoy. That's all I need to him for. You need to realize that Stidham needs to get the the. the we'll shot see after. The, we'll, we'll talk right now, but we'll we'll see after it, it all. Everything hinges on this Sunday with my Patriots. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Speaking of, let's get to Week Eight. A um, couple of. Not not too many tasty matchups, but we still got to cover the whole league, and it'll still be fun to watch. Um, Thursday, not so much. I'm going to be working tomorrow nights, and I'm okay with it. But we're starting off Thursday night football tomorrow on Fox and NFL Network, and also on Amazon Prime if you have that. It'll be at 7:20. It's the one in six Atlanta Falcons <laughs> traveling to face the three and four Carolina Panthers, who are they're not bad. Um, um, McCaffrey, I don't think is going to be back just yet. I know he's back practicing, yeah. but I think uh, I, I think I read earlier in the week that he wasn't going to be cleared for this week, which um, <clears throat> bodes well for the Falcons. But I don't know by how much because if McCaffrey was in there for sure, it'd be, it'd be like a, a blowout. Uh, but I'm still going to pick the Panthers here. Uh, they got a pretty good defense. They they've done well against Brady uh, against some of the other quarterbacks. They, they've been pretty decent. Uh, I haven't really paid attention much on Bridgewater's performance, but there's still there's still like two games out of first in the NFC South. So I mean, it's still up for grabs. Nothing set in stone. You know, the game's still got to be played. So Carolina's still in it. They're, it's not a lost season, but I got them winning here. The Falcons just need to start cleaning house. Uh, yep. Who do you got? Um, it, it's kind of it's kind of a toss up because. Uh... The, the trade deadline, I mean, uh, Matt Ryan's on the on the brick, and so is Julio Jones. If they're still there, then, I mean, this could be a somewhat okay game because they've been playing pretty good. The Falcons, I mean, they're not – they're still doing dumb shit on defense. But the Panthers put up a fight against the Saints. Uh, Bridgewater, I mean, the running back, Mike Davis, um, I, I got to go with the Panthers. Uh, sure. was, I mean, it, it could go either, either way. Divisional game also, so that could play a factor. Um, I just think the Falcons are. This season's done for. Six losses already. Like, <laughs> yeah. just call it, call it a season. I mean, but they could still play. You know, ruin. You know, they could still like try to like spoiler. Spoiler. But, I, don't I mean, know. if this game were taking place like in week seventeen or something, I could tell you that. But at this point, like, yeah, the Falcons right. are just ready to start dealing. And uh, yeah, I, I don't want to say the players are going to quit, but not enough to win. Sorry, Falcons. Um, got enough? Any more to say on this game? Are we uh, adding? Are we going to add his his picks, James? Or are we going to? Yeah, let's let's. Uh, who do you got, James? On this? You, who do you like in this matchup? You don't really have. To, you can just give a pick if you want. You can give an analysis. Okay, whatever you, you want to do. Do you want like record of it or? Yeah, just keep track of that. Oh, we'll keep track of that. 
I mean, I might end up having to piggyback off you guys here because I'm fine. I'm but st- if you end up with a better record than Jake, that's gonna I mean, <laughs> bode well for I me. I mean, you probably have better analysis than Jake does. I mean, Jake, all Jake says is trash, trash. <laughs> um, but I'm always a, a fan of the underdogs here. But if you all are saying that the Falcons are looking that bad, then I, I might also have to go with the the Panthers. All right, James got the Panthers. That's on record. Abe, you got that written down. I got it. All right, awesome. Down. Uh, let's move on to the Sunday games. Uh, first of all, I can't believe this is going to be a noon game. This really should be the Sunday night football game. Lord, we've been shifting games all over the place this season, NFL. Why couldn't we flex the Cowboys and Eagles out of Sunday night? They could have done it if they wanted to, but I'm sure Jerry Jones is like, no, we'll get the ratings, leave it in there. Like, But this is stupid. It really should be this game. Uh, the 6-0 and Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to face the 5-1 and Baltimore Ravens. Um, the Ravens have got to make a statement win at some point to still stay in the in the relevancy of talking about the elite teams. I see them giving Big Ben here some fits. Uh, it's going to be we talked about this earlier. It's going to be you know mm-hmm. low scoring. It's going to be defense galore. Which offense is going to be able to come up with a big play? I think Lamar's is due for like a big game. Uh, I'm feeling the Ravens on this one. What about you, Abe? I'm going to go with the Steelers. Um, I know they have Justin Tucker as their kicker. He's an accurate kicker. But, I mean, the Steelers have Bud Dupree. They have they have T.J. Watt. Uh, they have uh, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, it's just their defense is really good. The offense is, is good as well. But the Ravens' defense is good as well. So it's going to be like a defensive yeah. matchup. It's gonna be like a ten to thirteen type game, right? yeah. Something like that. I mean, I don't know. I feel it. I might even go like nine three, maybe possibly. I do. It's it, 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 it's it's that kind of game where it can go like that, you know. So it can go that route. So I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Um, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because there's been so many times where either I've been at home or at a restaurant, of course, pre pandemic, um, and they this team these teams have played each other, and every time I look, and it's like it's a some weird low scoring. Yeah. Like six to two for some reason. Like what? What's going on there? It's, it's like a defensive like battle. Um, and also just for my own personal ego, I hate it when teams start going undefeated. And I think the last team to, to do it was the Patriots. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I, I'm hoping for one of these teams to fall, and then I'm, I'm, that's why I'm picking the Steelers. Uh, I'm picking against them, so they'll, they'll suffer their first loss of the season. Plus, it'll be a good loss for them. You don't want to ride all undefeated all the way to. To a Super Bowl, it's it's not it's not good pressure. Let me tell you right. <laughs> from experience. So, yeah, I just wanted to add that little nugget in there. <laughs> Who do you got, James? Who do you got in this match? It's a pretty good match. Um, I mean, I know the Steelers are undefeated right now, but I'm gonna have to go with the Ravens too. All right. I mean, one, I have a huge, I have a friend who is a huge Ravens fan, massive Ravens fan, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, Ravens are still a good team. They're looking good. And I'm hoping they'll give the Steelers that uh, that first loss. Let me uh, ask you, James, your buddy here that's a Ravens fan. Mm-hmm. Um, did you talk to him after they played the Chiefs when they got, like, just roughed around? Like, was his confidence shaken, or does he still think this Ravens team he still has got what it his, takes? He still thinks the Ravens have what it takes. Uh, um, I know he wasn't too happy about that game, but he's, he's still he's still he's a diehard fan. He's, he's going to go with them all the way. It's funny because, like, and I've seen this – Nobody's talking about the Ravens on the on the television shows anymore. Ever since that game, but again, the Ravens are going to sneak in there and, and they're going to surprise some people. In the, I don't know how deep they're going to get in the playoffs, but um, 
for sure during the regular season they'll have like a big statement win. This will be it on Sunday. Um, next up, we got uh, the five and two Los Angeles Rams traveling to face Tua Tagovailoa and the uh, the three and three Miami Dolphins, second place AFC East. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, Dolphins are at home. Rams coming off a big Monday night win against the Bears. Um, Tua's going to struggle here. Your first NFL start against Aaron Donald. Good yeah. luck, sir. Yeah. Good luck to you. Uh, I think he's going to get so many sacks in this game. It's going to be, uh, and not just from Aaron Donald, just everybody else in that defense is just going to smother him. Um, <laughs> I, I like that they're going with Tua for the start here because he's the future of the, of the franchise. And if you draft this guy high up, you know <clears throat> why, why don't you start him? And, and I know Ryan Fitzpatrick was doing a decent enough job. I know he was bummed about losing the starting job, but you know Fitzpatrick has had his moments to, you know, to lead teams, and you know sometimes he does well, sometimes he just comes up completely short. He's just a journeyman at this point. Yeah. So you know, sorry, I don't feel sorry for him because he's had his chances, but you know, Tua either he's gonna you know shine, or in this case, I think he's gonna it's gonna be a bad loss for the Dolphins. I think the Rams are gonna carry on that momentum for Monday night. I, I got the Rams here, easy, easy win. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Rams as well. Just, you know, what a bad way to have your first start <laughs> going against Aaron Donald, who is just freaking dominating. Um, I mean, I think it's too early to put two in. I mean, he's still trying to, you know, he has that hip uh, surgery crap going on. Yeah. Uh, they should have stuck with Fitzpatrick. I wouldn't mind him going to the Cowboys, finishing up doing the cleanup <laughs> committee. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go the Rams. Just too much uh, defense, and right now it's it's too early for Tua. I think uh, Brian Flores pulled it. James, who you got? I'm gonna go with the Rams as well. It, it's an easy pick. Like I mean, Dolphins are in second place, but really, it's still a team on the rebuild. Like I mean, it's just a bad way to have your star quarterback start with. You know, I mean, playing. it is, but also like the way the way we've seen all these other quarterbacks just get thrown into the fire. Most of them are succeeding, so. Mm-hmm. You know, Tua's got to bring it himself. You know, you can't just be like, oh, feel like all bad for him. Like, yeah. these other guys are showing up, so he, he's got to come play also. And who knows, maybe he'll he'll surprise, but we'll see. But I think we're all on the ramps here, and rightfully so. Uh, this next one should be easy. The the 0-7 New York Jets traveling to face a 6-1 and defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Mahomes is going to have, I think, a good fantasy game for me on Sunday. Should help me bounce back and get a win. I'm playing Jake again. I need to get the. I lost to him. I'll admit, I lost to him in the first matchup in fantasy. It's all right. He got one victory over like the the millions of victories I have over him. So uh, he's going to get one. I'm not perfect and never claimed to be. So he can have his one little shiny victory. But I think I'm going to bounce back this week, and that's because Patrick Patrick Mahomes is going to throw like some massive touchdowns. And I know, and I know he's an ego maniac. I know he's been wanting to throw around his sidearm and all these like crazy like throwing from behind eyes closed whatever he likes to do he's gonna get a lot of points uh connecting with kelsey and and tyree kill it's gonna be a slaughterhouse chiefs chiefs big over the jets who do you got i got chiefs they just don't have any i mean the jets i mean who do they have they don't have anybody it's gonna be a dominating game probably uh be over early maybe like second quarter i have chiefs how many touchdowns do you predict mahomes throws or do you think they're going to stick to the running game? I think they're going to stick to the running game because they're going to still try to get. I think Le'Veon. Bell's oh, don't gonna, tell me that because that hurts my fantasy. Le'Veon Bell's going to run. <laughs> is going to run it. I mean, I think Mahomes is going to have maybe two, three touchdowns, but I think Le'Veon Bell's going to probably let him get like, like five, six touchdowns in the first half, and then go to Le'Veon and that would be good. In but the I second mean, half, just do it all run game. 
I think Le'Veon's <laughs> going to get touches here, more touches than expected. Against his former uh, against team, his former too. team, just to stick it to them. It's a revenge yeah. game, even though for what? Like, it's the yeah. fucking Jets. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got, James? I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. Okay. It seems like that was, that was a pretty easy pick for, for everybody. Jets are the worst team in the league <laughs> from top to bottom. Like, we have nobody, nobody on the news networks uh, have talked about Adam Gase being on the chopping block. The management likes him for some reason, but you know we we saw what he did with Ryan Tannehill, and now we see how he's flourishing in Tennessee. Uh, who's another quarterback that he had under him? Uh, or I don't know, I forgot. There was another quarterback where it's like, man, he was shit under Adam Gase, but now he like is flourishing somewhere else. So we all know what the real problem is uh, of this organization. Well, I mean, look at Joe Flacco; he was successful in Baltimore, and he's playing under uh, Adam Gase. But Flacco's like, also on the very very back end of his career. That's true as well, um, but I mean. But no, Flacco got all that money at one point, right? Because of that one Super Bowl win. Whatever. <laughs> Joe Flacco. You want to talk about overrated and trash? Uh, I'll put Joe Flacco in that category. Uh, let's move off of this game. Uh, next up, we got a good divisional game. Um, it's the one in. F- <laughs> the record doesn't show up. The one in five Minnesota Vikings traveling to face the five and one Green Bay Packers. Uh, I believe the Packers already beat the Vikings once this year. Um, and it was like it was one of those where the Vikings got up early on them, and then Aaron Rodgers did like a comeback and uh, ended up blowing them out. I think it, I think it was like in the second half. Um, Aaron Rodgers has got a lot to show here in terms of like keeping pace with like the other teams in the NFC. Uh, they can't afford to like get in any type of slump. Right now, they hold the number two seed. Um, they're pro- probably going to win the division uh, again. The Bears are like to me a fugazi. Uh, five uh, above five hundred teams. So Packers will be fine in their division. I think this one. I don't think it'll be a blowout. It'll be a lot closer, but I, I still have the Packers winning in this one. Who do you got, Abe? I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Wow! Uh, After Dal- this whole talk about Aaron Rodgers I, and playing great, why, sell me on why you think the Vikings are gonna win this game. Dalvin Cook is back from his injury. Okay. Uh, so I mean that's another offensive weapon for uh, Kirk Cousins. Adam Thielen's still there. Um, the offense isn't too bad. I think Kirk Cousins will bounce back. He's not having a good year, but I mean this uh, this will be a good matchup. Um, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. He's just going to run all over him. The Packers defense isn't that good. True. I'll give you that point. What do you got, James? I'm going to have to go with the Vikings as well. Wow. I know they're not doing What's so much this season, here? but it's it's more of a of like a nostalgic thing for me because okay. the only NFL game I've ever seen like in person was a long time ago. I was a little. It was the Saints versus the Vikings. Okay, cool. And this was when Randy Moss was still on the Vikings. Wow. I'll and take that analysis over Jake still. That's something. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's context. I mean, he's got he's, he's got a reason for his pick. Jake would just be like, oh, let me see what these guys pick and then uh, I'll pick. Let's see. Uh, Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> trash. Aaron Rodgers, the greatest. Even Actually, though he, it was. Oh, it was <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was Dante Culpepper and Randy Moss. Oh, Vikings Dante Culpepper. Yeah, Dante. Ooh. Those two were great. Oh yeah, oh, I used and, to love watching those games when I was a kid with with those. And uh, Vikings won that game, mm-hmm. so I know they haven't been like in the radar for quite some time now, unfortunately. But oh, yeah, yeah, John Randall on defense, he was a beast. That guy was a killer. Hey, any given Sunday, right? You never know. But <laughs> yeah, but purely for nostalgic okay. reasons, I'll go cool. with Vikings. I like that analysis. Take no, Jake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got another twelve. We got a lot of twelve o'clock games here. Um, next one is the. I mean, I don't know, even know how this team's above 500 right now. The four and two Indianapolis Colts 
traveling to face the three and three Detroit Lions, who seem to like have some fight in them for some reason. Like Matthew Stafford just continues to come out in the last uh, couple of seconds of games. I know it was the Falcons last week, but still, um, this one's a toss up for me. Really, Colts have a better, except for the quarterback position, they have a better overall team, I believe. Um, but I'm gonna, I think the Lions are going to ride a little bit of momentum here for the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to give them the, the win here at home, uh, building off of that Falcons win, which they probably should have lost, but somehow found a way to win, and sometimes momentum, and uh, th- that that could go with you. So it could it continue to ride over. I got the Lions here. Who do you got? I have the Colts. Uh, the Colts' defense is amazing. I think they're number two ranked this year. Um, in terms the, of what DVOA and all that stuff, yes, and the run uh, Lions. I mean, they went they 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 started with Adrian Peterson and then they got off of him. Now they're with DeAndre Swift. They have Galladay back, but I mean Matthew Stafford. He always does mistakes. He throws interceptions. Same thing with the uh, uh, with the uh, what's the quarterback for the Colts? Philip Rivers. Rivers. I trust Rivers than I do Stafford. So really. I'm going to go with, I mean, I don't really trust the Colts, I mean, going forward. But, I mean, against this game, I got them going against the Lions, the defense. I think it's going to be high scoring, like super high scoring. <laughs> possibly, possibly. But, I mean, like I said, the Colts defense is, is really good this year. I'm going to turn on Sunday ticket, and it's going to be like 30-27 for some reason. And <laughs> it better not be because I have the Colts defense starting. <laughs> <laughs> just just to, for it to backfire on you, I, I can see that's going to happen. Who do you got, James? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Lions. Yay! Mainly just because I want to see uh, Abe lose <laughs> on his uh, fantasy teams. Hey, hey, hey. Jake's, Jake's the main guy that we freaking get on. <laughs> no, I need I need Abe to start getting some losses in fantasy. I think he's still number one overall. Yeah. But again, once we get into playoffs, watch out. Um, all right, let's move off of this game. Uh, next up, we got the three and three Las Vegas Raiders traveling to face the five and two Cleveland Browns. This is an interesting game. Um, Raiders coming off that shellacking from the Buccaneers. The Browns uh, coming off, uh, I mean, Joe, Joe uh, Baker Mayfield's feeling himself after beating the Cincinnati Bengals. Even though Joe Burrow's fighting hard, but come on, it's the Bengals still. They got a lot of rebuilding to do. So the Browns here, I think, are going to get brought back to reality a little bit. The Raiders, I think, are going to, they have to start playing better because if not, the, the Chiefs are going to pull away with that division. Raiders are going to fight hard. I got them with the victory on the road against the Browns. Um, I have the Raiders as well, just because of the fact that new stadium, new city. I mean, what a way to go making the playoffs, not really, you know, losing out. Um, the Browns, I, Baker Mayfield lost OBJ, so now he has his Jarvis Landry uh, and uh, uh, Kareem Hunt. So, I mean, the defense is not is is pretty good on the Raiders' side, so I think they're going to give Baker a run for his uh, money. So, yeah, I'm gonna I think the only thing that's going in Baker's favor is that statistically he does better supposedly when OBJ's not playing. So maybe that's a factor for him, but yeah, I'm still, it's still not enough for me to pick them. I mean, it, it, you've got uh, De- uh, Derek Carr going against Baker Mayfield. I trust Derek more. He's got better weapons. Yeah, oh yeah, better run game too. Right, exactly. At least right now, at the moment. Who do you got, James? I'm on to go with the Las Vegas Raiders as well. Cool. And I always forget that they move cities. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't wait till the Super Bowl's in Vegas. That's going to be crazy. Um, That's going to be a hell of an event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And plus, it's a beautiful-looking stadium. Like, I, I just love the whole look of it. They, they did a really good job with that stadium. I'd say, I don't know. It's either 
I love the 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 Rams and Chargers stadium, right? The Chargers play there as well. Yeah, the Chargers play. Um, it, it's nice looking. It, it it looks different. It doesn't look like your typical. It doesn't look like the like the Cowboy Stadium. Like it's great. I've been there. I visited. It's fantastic. But it kind of looks the same. Like there yeah. wasn't a wow factor to it. But you look at the the Ram Stadium. Like the structure of it is fantastic. Yeah. And even the the Raiders one, which uh, Tom Brady called the Death Star. If you saw his video, he said we got the win in the Death Star. <laughs> so it just looks fantastic. They're more modern. Yeah, you know, it and, looks and, more futuristic. Yeah, and then like the ones with Texas, like the one in Dallas. I mean, it's just like any other stadium. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get weird. Yeah. Um, we cool with this game? Yes. Ready, ready to move on. All right. Uh, next up, we got the five and one Tennessee Titans traveling to face. Uh, God, what a tough schedule here for for Joe Burrow. The Cincinnati Bengals one five and one. Uh, Titans are going to steamroll. They're probably mad they blew that game against the Steelers. Uh, they fight hard. Coach is going to keep them in line. Mike Vrabel's like the new Belichick in terms of like he's so smart. He's so he knows how to manipulate teams and how to use like the rules to his advantage like of course all in a legal way but he's just he's just high high iq he's kind of like where sean McVay should be in terms we all thought like sean McVay was going to be the next like genius head coach and like no it's really mike Vrabel, right and he's a former player too so that helps him a lot in his favor and this team believes in him uh i think they're going to steamroll the Bengals. joe burrow like he's trying hard but fuck he doesn't have enough to help him. Titans big. Yeah, I'm going to go Titans as well. Um, Derrick Henry's going to run all over that defense. Uh, they just traded away Dunlap. So now they're just kind of being like sellers or looking for next year. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow, I mean, what a great, you know. Uh, what he's doing, yeah, though, is I mean, incredible. Great start. I mean, he's doing good. I mean, if he has one more weapon or that main weapon, because I don't think AJ Green's that weapon anymore. No. Um, so, I mean, if one more weapon. He's one weapon away, and I think you're talking about, like, next year. Okay, yeah. Fix the O-line, and yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Jadavian Clowney is probably going to sack <laughs> Joe Burrow. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Titans' defense is, is good as well. More than one sack or just one? Might have two. Okay. Let me give him two. Still, does, still hasn't won me over. Jadavian Clowney, <laughs> what a guy. I mean, if the Seattle would have signed him to go along Dunlap, I mean, hey, we'd be talking, I mean... They'd be like a stellar defense. Whatever. Um, Who do you got, James? I'm going to go with the Titans as well. Titans has been doing well, and the Bengals is a team you don't really hear about too much, in all honesty. Kind of like Jake. If it weren't for Joe Burrow, we'd hear nothing about the Bengals. Yeah, exactly. Well, because you would have Andy Dalton. Would they still have him? Yeah, because that's the only reason why they let him go is because they got Joe Burrow. Who's the backup in Cincinnati? Uh, It's it's a couldn't even tell you. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) That's crazy. I don't even know who the head coach is for the Bengals. Oh, yeah. I've heard it many times. Uh, I don't. He's young as well. Oh, he's okay. a young guy. Well, they're they're going to be trending in the right direction once they start you oh, know, fixing up their, their issues on the O-line and all that stuff. But, yeah, Titans, it's too big of a powerful matchup. Um, next up, uh, my season's on the line here. The 2-4 and four New England Patriots traveling to face... The AFC East currently leading Buffalo Bills at five and two. Um, the Bills have been lackluster these last couple of weeks, which means they're angry and desperate. Buffalo always plays good at home against the Patriots, even with Tom Brady. Even though like Brady has like a, an incredible record against the Bills, like he's owned them, but the wins have also been like tough and hard. And now you don't have Brady, and the way the Patriots. 
played last week, and you know Cam's not really, you know, not just in his play, but the way he's talking in interviews. You know, he's not saying like you know talking to be like no, just look ahead to next week. He's talking about oh well, if I keep playing like this, I'm gonna get benched. Like dude, like no, that's this is exactly what I didn't want from Cam Newton. This is why I had my my reservations about him. It wasn't about his talent or the fact of his athletic ability. It was his demeanor. You know, when things aren't going his way, is he going to hide his head under the towel, sit away from the bench? Like, no, we need him to rally. I need him to get Edelman juiced up. Edelman looks frustrated as hell. Um, Bill Belichick kind of looks like, you know, he's saying the right things, but also like, I don't know, are they going to be sellers at the trade deadline? You know, we're hearing all this stuff about Gilmore possibly being up for, for a trade. His house is up. Ugh. If the Patriots don't win Sunday, um, I think this is going to be it for the season because they'll be at five losses. And the way the AFC is going right now, like they wouldn't even make the wild card today. And if they they got a couple of other tough games coming up, and I don't think they're gonna, they're going to be able to bounce back from that. So, unfortunately, I'm I hate to do it, but I'm also realistic. I'm not a Cowboys fan that rah rahs just to rah rah. I'm also realistic. The Bills are going to win this. The Bills want this, this division title. They finally want to get over that hump and and unseat the Patriots from that spot. I got the Bills winning at home. <clears throat> Patriots are trash. Cam Newton is of the Cam Newton of the Carolina Panthers. He showed up. It's time to put Stidham behind the center. I'm going to go with the Bills. The Bills have too much. They have Josh Allen. They have Diggs. They have Beasley. And they have, uh, uh, I don't know who the running back is. I think it's... Uh, is it Montgomery or something? Montgomery, there yeah. you go. So, And the defense is good as well, so I'm going to go with the Bills. Pats have no chance. I mean, if the 49ers, with no Bosa, beat them down, pound them, then the Bills are going to come in and do that. Uh, I did forget to piggyback off of you. Um, if Cam Newton plays the same the way he did against the 49ers, multiple interceptions, yeah, I- I'm in. Put Stidham and mm-hmm. let him finish out the season. Or Hoyer, for that matter. I don't care. But oh God, Not I mean, Hoyer. I know. But at this point, like, I don't know. God damn it, Cam Newton. <laughs> well, this could all backfire in my face. Which again, it'll bode well for me because I'll be on the winning end of things. So that'll be a turnaround for my Patriots. But it's not looking good right now, and it's not looking good for the rest of the season. Uh, we got to start. Th- Actually, you know what? I wanted to save a hot take for for this podcast, and I had teased it. I think the Patriots should tank for Trevor Lawrence. I really think they should. Um, and I don't mean tank in terms of like not playing hard or anything. I mean like start building up capital. They got you know get some picks and then you know I think Colin Coward did like the a mock draft order of where teams were at and certain teams that weren't going to take quarterbacks. I think you were looking at maybe the Jets, uh, the Washington football team, and, and one other team right in front of the Patriots. So they'd be like the fourth team to possibly get a quarterback in the draft. Give up some fucking stock and equity and and get yourself Trevor Lawrence to that franchise. I would be all in for it. It would rejuvenate that city. You know, Cam Newton, I mean, who knows? It could be the COVID thing. It could not be. I mean, it just could be a, a confidence thing. I don't know. But until he proves otherwise, my hot take is that the Patriots should tank for Trevor Lawrence. As much as I hate to say it, but I'm also a realistic fan, all right? 
But it's okay. I got Tom Brady in, in Tampa Bay. So <laughs> screw all of you. I win. You get nothing. Who, who do you got, James? I know you're a Patriots oh. fan too, but let's get real here. Or you could believe. I understand where you're coming from, but I'm going to go. I'm going to still believe and okay. go with the Patriots. G- give me reason I, to hope. The, uh, Cam Newton really is at the point where he just needs to nut up and shut up and get get his shit done. Yeah. It, but if he really doesn't this go around, then yes, bench his ass and put somebody else in. Because if that's what he's afraid of and that's why he's just playing like shit, then yeah, give him what he wants. Bench his ass and put someone else in. I have hope. Yeah. I have hope. But I understand where you're coming from as well. But yeah, if they don't win this go around, then they're shot at the wild card or playoffs is not there. The only thing that could backfire on this for me is Bill Belichick, but again, this goes back to my point earlier. He doesn't have number twelve anymore. It's it's not the same anymore. No, uh, it's not. It's a whole different. <laughs> it's a whole, whole different team. Yeah. I mean, Bill Belichick to me is still the greatest coach ever, but you know, even some people have limits. You know. And this is where I mean, this is where it's going to start to show like who won the divorce. Yeah. It's Tom so Brady. far. It's looking like Brady. <laughs> yeah, that's Bra- that that Brady kid's a special player. Like he wasn't just a guy. He was he's he was the guy. He's the guy. <laughs> so it's going to be a tough game for me. I, I, I'm scared to watch this game on, on Sunday, Abe. To be honest, like <laughs> uh, I'm going to be texting you and be like. Put me out of my misery, or just I don't know. I mean, not really, because I got TB twelve still. But okay, real quick before we move on from this game, if Cam Newton by halftime is is not playing subpar, do we see Stidham? Oh yeah, after half, mm-hmm. yeah. Belichick will Stidham throw Stidham or Hoyer? Which one? It'll probably be Stidham. Mm-hmm. Um, but Belichick is has never wavered from throwing in the towel. You go back to that Kansas City game. Years ago, it was the year the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Had to throw that in there, but there was a game against Kansas City early where Brady was still there, and they benched him. And they came back like the next week and won against Cincinnati. The whole onto Cincinnati thing where that became a thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, Belichick's not afraid to like you know throw in the towel. Let's say you're done. Um, So this, this is a big game for Cam Newton. Like, I mean, you're succeeding Tom Brady in New England. Like, you have to show up. You cannot. You cannot not deliver. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, that's the standard there. Like, there is no room for, like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, did your best. I'm like, no, you got to fucking show up. No, but, he had to know that he was coming in and filling in some really, really big shoes. Yeah. I mean, he showed a lot of swag when he got signed and he did that show on HBO or I don't know what, where he was like, yeah, like this and that. Like, no. <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't, don't talk to me. Like, show, fucking show me. Yeah. And that's what Brady would do at his press conferences. Still does it now. Doesn't talk much. Like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to play cool. And then freaking killer on Sunday. You show up. If Cam Newton proves me, proves me wrong, great. Yeah. That'll give me life again. Like, yes, we, we still got a shot at this. But if it's the same shit that we saw against the 49ers, I, I have to throw in the towel. I'm sorry. I'm done talking about this game. I'm too emotional right now. I need to, <laughs> I need to get to a, a whatever game, which is what the next one is. <laughs> it's the uh, two and four Los Angeles Chargers against the two and four Denver Broncos. I love me some Justin Herbert. This is like my new Gardner Minshew like crush type situation where like 
I was all in on Gar- Gardner Minshew mania and that stuff. But Justin Herbert, man, this guy's got a fucking arm yeah. on him. He's electric, almost like to the point where it's like, that's like I'm a Holmes type level. Like this guy's exciting to watch. Um, they got the better defense, the better quarterback. Denver's got a good defense as well, but you know I think that Chargers defense is going to give. I think it's Drew Locke that's the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always wonder week to week who's their quarterback, but yeah, it's Drew Locke. Chargers defense is going to smother him. Herbert's going to light it up. Uh, I got the Chargers winning here. Um, yeah, they need to start getting some wins in this division. Chargers, what do you got, Abe? I'm going to go with the Chargers, even though it's Melvin Gordon's uh, playing against his old teammates. Revenge game. Like you said, it's Drew Locke. I mean, we don't know if it's Locke or Driscoll or... Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles or whoever it is. Jake Plummer. Yeah. yeah. Jake Ramirez. (laughs) It could be Jake Ramirez. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, Herbert's like, man, he's he's playing really, really good football. So uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Who do you got, James? Get on that Herbert bandwagon. Might as well. Let's go with Chargers. Justin Herbert. This guy's... You know what? I'm going to change my pick from... Joe Burrow possibly being rookie of the year to Justin Herbert. Ooh. I think he's a uh, he's gonna run away with it here. He's I think him and Mahomes like set the records for like most I don't know if it was touchdowns or yards in their first couple of games. Like this kid's setting records already. Like that's that's something special. We may be like boasting this kid's eagle and he may have like a shitty second year going forward and whatnot, but Hope not. for on the right that we're on now with this kid, we gotta give him his props. So yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. Got anything else to say on this game? Cool. Um, that was actually the first of our 3 o'clock games. This is the next game coming up. Could also be a replacement for the Sunday night game against whatever the fuck the Eagles and Cowboys, if you want to call that a real NFL game. Um, this could be a replacement for it, and the NFL should have done something about it, damn them. It's the 4-3 and San Francisco 49ers traveling to face the 5-1 and Seattle Seahawks. Um this is going to be a real tight race in the NFC uh, NFC West. 49ers got that swag going again. They beat the Patriots. They got to be feeling real good. Uh, Kittle, Jimmy G were, you know, they, they, they were cooking a little bit against this Pats. Who, like, you know, even for all the players that have set out for the Patriots on defense, are still pretty pretty good defense. And they showed up. And they're going to, they can't afford to lose anymore. The, with how tight this race is, yeah. you know, you lose, you're in last place. That's how good the NFC West is. <laughs> you lose one game and you're you're back at the bottom of the barrel. Um, it's always close with these two teams. Seattle, just for some reason, and again, I go back to this guy I follow on Twitter. His name is Kevin Clark. His most famous tweet is, the Seattle Seahawks have never played in a normal game. Something always goes wacky with, the, with these games. And uh, I know Russell's probably... He's like a Brady. He's, you know, he doesn't. He's not as emotional, but I know he's pissed from losing against the the Cardinals. Yeah, and especially he's mad at himself for the picks and stuff. You know, even though he should put some blame on his fucking defense. Um, I don't know. This, this is going to be close. I think it's going to be a little bit low scoring, even though it's got it's got the Seahawks defense. For some reason, I, I just feel like they're going to show up, and <sighs> I want to go with the Forty ers Whoa! Yeah, it's, it may back, backfire on me pretty badly, but uh, I like what I saw from them last week. Who do you got, Abe? I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson, he's going to bounce back from that game against the Cardinals. 
Um, you get, I think you get Carson back, uh, Chris Carson, and then uh, yeah, the Forty ers I mean, yeah, they they had a good game against uh, the Patriots, but I mean, I still don't trust Jimmy G. Oh, Kittle. I forgot you said my Patriots are trash. They're a nothing team. Kittle, yeah, yeah. That, that was a trash team. I mean, of course the 49ers freaking blew them out. God, I, I and you know it, you know what? I can't even pull a Jake and say like whatever. Like no, like I have no defense for that. Like yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going Seahawks, and I'm going Seahawks big. Seahawks big. Seahawks big. Okay, and that's because I'm having Russell Wilson on the bench. But I mean, huh. you know, on my fantasy, uh, yeah, Seahawks big. Uh, three touchdowns. Didn't Jake have Jimmy G and he dropped them for Andy fucking Dalton? No. Yes. <laughs> but don't forget, James had Jimmy G as well and then dropped him. And then that's when Jake picked him up. Oh, okay. And then Jake dropped him for Andy Dalton. He's probably going to pick up Danucci right now. So, <laughs> For thing. my sake, I hope he does. Yeah. All right. Who do you got, James, in this NFC West Whoa. powerhouse matchup? I agree with both of you guys. It's going to be a pretty uh, interesting game. I'm gonna have to go with the 49ers on this one. Yeah, Jimmy G. Um, yeah, man, well, this team is gonna start to get back to where it was last year, where it's like they're gonna creep in, could possibly make the playoffs, make some noise. I don't think they'll go all the way to the NFC nah. title game, but I don't know. There, there's something about this team that they're gonna start to rally around each other. That Super Bowl hangover won't last, or it could. Who knows? Any given Sunday. Uh, next up is our final three o'clock game. It's actually pretty good, pretty good matchup. This is what Fox is calling the game of the week or America's game of the week, but I don't see it. It's the four and two New Orleans Saints traveling to face, in my opinion, the Fugazi five and two Chicago Bears. Uh, I've heard enough of Nick Foles and that damn offense with Matt Nagy. Uh, they're so pedestrian. Their defense is really strong. Saints are due for a big win. They got to keep pace with the Buccaneers. Uh, who are currently leading the NFC South uh, by a game. Uh, and I think they'll keep winning until they meet up in Week 9 to decide the the NFC South, probably. I got the Saints here winning. Um, it'll be close, but Drew Brees will, will pull it off. I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, Michael Thomas is back. That's going to change things also. Like. <clears throat> Emmanuel Sanders is hurt, but that's okay because you still have Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Uh, Nick Foles is full of <laughs> shit. He's a piece of shit. And <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Well, yeah, he's a good guy. I mean, it's just the <laughs> same as guy. it's the same as Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, you. I mean, it, there's no difference between the but two. It's also Matt Nagy that freaking coach. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But uh, I mean, the defense is good. Don't get me wrong. Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn, the, the, a good acquisition. But I mean, uh, I'm gonna go with the Saints. Okay. Who do you got, James? I'm gonna go with Saints as well. I mean, Drew Brees is. A really, really great quarterback. He's getting a lot of criticism this year uh, for not being able to throw the deep ball, but yeah. every time I see him, he's like launching it and and connecting. So I don't know. Some of these analysts sometimes like, geez, like I mean, calm down with the whole dink and dunk thing. Like, <clears throat> same said the same thing about Brady. Yet I see him and he's throwing bombs left and right. Like these guys can still do it. Brady's still like a little bit more obviously better than Breeze, but Breeze is still up there as well. Uh, he's still in the top quarterbacks, at least in my eyes. And uh, until the Buccaneers beat them, like they're still the team to beat in the NFC South. So Saints are still going to be a uh, force to be reckoned with. And uh, fortunately, this gets us to our Sunday night football game of the week. Cowboys versus Eagles. I got the Eagles winning. Got nothing to say. What do you got, Abe? 
That's all I have. That's my analysis. Uh, just, just put all of our names down for Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles, uh, 45-3. Cowboys, I mean, they're only going to score a field goal. Uh, no Andy Dalton, Danucci. Danucci, no offense. Shrugger standing on the sidelines. And, not you, and what you know what's do. funny is that Matthew Berry from ESPN is over here saying, don't sit Zeke and don't sit Amari Cooper. What do you mean? Zeke <laughs> Elliott hasn't done shit. The season, and then Amari Cooper, he doesn't have a quarterback. Danucci from North, the, what is he from, North Dakota or something like that? Like, I don't know where he's from. The fuck I don't you, care where yeah, he's from. Like, what are you fucking, what is he, Italian or what? Like, throw meatballs. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Eagles. We've talked about this game long enough. Who do you got, James? It, it, Eagles. It's Eagles, yeah. All right, are we I mean, ready? To, Cowboys or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, our Monday night football game on ESPN. I have to close, damn it. But whatever. The five and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to face the New York Giants at one and six. Uh, this should be another offensive showcase for uh, Brady and company uh, before AB arrives for Week Nine. Um, defense also, I'm expecting Daniel Jones to throw a couple of picks here, a couple of fumbles. I think this is going to be a good outing also for the defense. Uh, they're just riding the momentum, and again, this team is ascending. Uh, in the right direction, and yeah, Buccaneers. Buccaneers big. I I want the uh, I want the Bucks defense to just open up the hole and let Daniel Jones run and see if he trips over himself again. <laughs> but I'm gonna go Bucks and I'm gonna go Bucks big. Tom Brady's just gonna have maybe like another four five uh, touchdown pass or pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Man, you know me. I'm gonna go Bucks big as well. I hope it's like. Uh, I just want to see more passes to Gronk and Scotty Miller. Like, just we're, does, we're not appreciating Tom Brady in his time. I mean, some of us do, but everybody else needs to get on board. Like what we're seeing, forty-three-year-old living legend. Like, but all we want to knack about is like his age and God. When is he going to leave? Like, no, like admire it, guys, because when he leaves, like there's going to be a big void in the NFL oh, yeah, as far as going like, to change when he leaves. Like unbelievable. Like. The the amount of players that he's, you know, that have not won Super Bowls because he's been in the way. Like, you think if Tom Brady weren't around, how many Super Bowls would Peyton Manning have won? How many more Super Bowls would Big Ben have won, even though he's still in the running uh, today? You know, the Seahawks would be a dynasty if it weren't for Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, the Falcons, we'd be talking about them differently. You know, Matt Ryan would have a Super Bowl ring along with an MVP, you know. The Rams would have been the next coming of like young team, and Tom Brady has just stood in the way about a, a lot of these, you know, young players. And I don't know. We just need to appreciate it. Man, I hope Monday night it's like a, a big showcase. It's like shit. We're gonna start talking about Tom Brady at age forty three in the conversation for MVP even more. Those those are my final thoughts on that. You got anything more on that? No. Those are our picks, and uh, we'll see how we do. Um, I think James. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. He'll have a better record than Jake. Uh, from from, <laughs> we'll, we'll just base it off of Jake's last week. What, what did he go? Five and nine. Five and nine. Five and nine. If James can just go six and six and ten, woo! That's that's. that's, I, that's I think James will. I, I think James might be seven and what seven and nine. That's that's worth three beers seven, right seven, there. Seven and seven. Yeah. That's three beers right there. We can get that done. Um, what else do we have left to talk about? Do we want to wrap this up with uh, talking about the World Series a little bit? Let's give uh, some congratulations to the 
Los Angeles Dodgers. I was really hoping when we recorded this, we'd be in Game Seven, yeah, and we'd have it on. We'd have it yeah. on there in the background. I was pulling for the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, Tampa Bay. I wanted to see a trifecta, um, but you know, Clayton Kershaw. You know, this whole is he like a choke artist? You know, the the Dodgers were what in the last three or four World Series, James? Like the Dodgers for the most part. Like they've been going like consistently, right? I think there was just one year they didn't go. But, I think so, yeah. Because they lost to the Astros, they lost to the Red Sox, they lost to the Nationals, which I think was last year. Um, but man, and if this comes out, Abe's taking a piss right now. So if you hear that <laughs> in the background, that. I apologize, folks. <laughs> um, this, I damn it, this is why I hate having these great mics. They pick up this amazing sound. <laughs> well, hopefully, my talking's going over it. But you know, congratulations to them. You know, I'm not upset about it, even though I want it. The Rays to pull it off. Uh, Moneyball caught them in the end. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts on them pulling that pitcher? That's been the talk of the whole game. Which that, one? That the Rays pulled, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, they pulled him like in the sixth or seventh inning, and he was pitching really well. And everyone was like, what the heck? Why did they pull this guy? Was it, it was Cap- probably Snell. There it says Snell. here that he pitched at least like five innings. Yeah, Snell um, got pulled. He had two hits on him. He had nine strikeouts. Yeah. I mean, he did really well. The person I thought they should have pulled way earlier, even though it says he only pitched for like a little over an inning, was fucking Fairbanks. Yeah. I I mean, he's the one that fucking Mookie, Mookie <laughs> Betts hit a homer on. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, it just did not work out well for them. I mean, then the Dodgers, I mean, they had seven different pitchers yeah. go through that whole game. I mean, only three of them didn't pitch like full innings. They pitched like maybe a quarter or half an inning. And then, of course, uh, Urias at the very end there with the shutout with, like, four strikeouts at the end there. Yeah. I mean, did amazing. I mean, like like you said, we were hoping for a game seven with the Rays. I mean, I wanted the Rays to win because they beat my team, which was the Yankees. Yeah. But – and they, they had a strong start in that game. I mean, Rosarena hit a home run right, right. the very first mm-hmm. inning and just could not get anywhere after that. And then the Dodgers scored two runs in the bottom of the sixth. And then Mookie Betts with a home run. Towards the was it uh, bottom of the eighth, and then pretty much that was it. That was it from there. So he now has a he has a World Series win with the Red Sox and the Dodgers. I guess it's safe to say he was worth every penny he was paid. Definitely. (laughs) And he didn't even win MVP, right? I think somebody else won MVP. No, I think it was a. What's his name? Uh, was it the guy that got COVID? <laughs> no, it wasn't Turner. It was the pitcher. <laughs> Can we talk about that a little bit though, Justin Turner? How does that happen though? Where like it turns out his test came positive during the game, and yeah. they pulled him out. Like, I mean, I'm sure there? those those players are getting tested pretty regularly, right. and maybe they got he got tested and they got the results like mid game, like yeah, get his ass out of there. <laughs> and now they're facing controversy because he came back out to celebrate with them after he was told to isolate. Yeah, you know, he defied uh, security and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So this this might be a story in the coming week. I don't want to play conspiracy theorist or Corona bro, but you know this could have consequences if like other players contract the virus based on him. Like you know, I mean, I get you want to be out there with your team and celebrate, but. I don't know, man. We're, it's a it's a weird time right now. It is. <laughs> I mean, if I was his teammates and I saw him on the field, I'd be like, "Whoa, can, hey, bro, like, what back, are you doing? Back off, man. Get back over there in the dugout. <laughs> like, get away from us." I wonder if 
I mean, I didn't see any of the post game footage or anything, but I don't know if he was hugging anybody or players. He or, was. Yeah. Oh, Unfortunately, oh he gosh. was. Yeah. I mean, everybody well, was celebrating. Everybody I mean, was having I pray, fun. Well, I, mean, I they, pray they, that nothing happens. They had the World Series trophy, and he's holding it. Yeah, he's I mean, holding it. He's, he's holding, holding it. the so, trophy. I mean, you're going to pass it along. So, yeah, I mean, what a dumbass move. I mean, know? I hope for the best. I pray, like, nothing happens. But, you know, this could have consequences, and yeah. it'll look really, really bad on not just the team, but on Major League Baseball for... I don't know. I think they put out a statement on it, but like, oh man, like. So was he was he playing, and then he tested during the game, or was he? I think well, his, his results came his later. results came back like mid game, and they pulled him out. So I mean, like at that point, I mean, when they pull him bottom of the fifth, somewhere in the middle, like yeah. yeah so I mean, at that point, I mean, damage is already done because he's already around every all his right. teammates. You know, wow. This could I mean, be a this could be a developing story in the weeks to come. But I mean, oh, isn't this like MLB's fault? I mean, why didn't they just tell him, "Hey, we haven't got your results back"? Yeah, you that's 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 like, where you can criticize Major League Baseball. Yeah, like, what the hell is this guy I doing mean, in there? And then also the same, why the hell was he even at the game? Yeah. If he if he was COVID positive, he should have been like at their hotel, well, just well, like not isolated. Only, not only that, but I mean, if they hadn't even gotten his test results yet, why are you playing? You should right. just be like, "Hey, wait, wait, wait behind, and and then we'll let you know." Hey, yeah, go ahead and come on. But I mean, they let him play. And they still didn't even know what what the decision was, what his test results were. It's like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, you know, a, if I was his was teammates, a, I'd be pissed off because I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. you know what? Like, you're freaking out here playing with us, and you have this shit, you know. And you knew that they didn't have your results back. You could even yourself could have been like, hey, you know what? I haven't got the results. Let me wait. You know. But yet again, he didn't. So it's a bad footnote to end the season on. Yeah, it really is. Um, and I know you, we can. People have been criticizing the NFL for like, oh, they reschedule games, but at least they're, at least when stuff like when people get contracted, they shut down everything and yeah, yeah. you know they'll move games, whatever. And you know everyone praises the NBA, which I get. You know they came out of there with like little to if not no positive I, results. I don't anybody. think they had any positive. They didn't have any, but I know it's also easier for basketball. But yeah. I mean. But I, I believe their ratings were down like ten percent, which oh, yeah. is no big deal. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have that than than have like an outburst like that kind of yeah, shit yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but yeah, so, like they took they were very uh, they were looking at their players very closely, <laughs> making sure they stood in that that bubble, stayed in that bubble. Well, yeah. I what what I was reading was that since it was so successful, like I think now the Orlando is going to be hosting games like or doing like games like that where it was a bubble, you know, just for the playoffs or for the season. Uh, I think maybe both. Okay. Uh, because it was so successful. I mean, in which it was because I mean you didn't have a lot of people. I mean, um, I think NFL might be looking into that. I think we talked about possibly that. for yeah, the playoffs, but uh, there hasn't been much more noise on that. I don't. I don't think that. Might, I don't think I don't that'll think happen. happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was successful for NBA. So I mean, mm. kudos for them. I guess uh, speaking on that, uh, I know the league NBA is pushing for a December start date. Like that 20- was January. That's what the players are going for now. The players uh, okay. want a January start date, but I think the league wants around Christmas well, time. Well, yeah, because, I mean, Christmas time, that's when the ratings were poof, yeah. up the roof. Of because, course I the mean, league you wants had, it. You had, like, the Lakers playing Boston. So what's what's your take on this? Do, you, do it. Do you like the Christmas yeah. start? Or, do you, or are you on the player side, like, starting January? They've had, I mean, how long were we without sports? Like, maybe five months or so? Uh, I don't think it was that long. Just, it, well, there was... Because there was a couple of different things, I guess. Okay, so I mean, they, I mean, you, uh, yeah, it's off, you know, as far as conditioning wise and all that, and maybe they want to spend time with their family. But I don't see a problem. I mean, if you started in December, then it's going to end. December is a better time, only yeah. because January is 
dominated by the NFL playoffs. And nobody exactly. Well, shit. I mean, if you start, it's better to do it in December. But, I mean, if you're going to start December, then that means the season is over. That means the, the playoffs would start, like, May or June now instead yeah. of it being April. Because right. I think April you played your, like, the first part of April you played your last game. And then you started getting into the uh, like the the playoffs, right? Uh, <clears throat> so I mean, I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, because there's times where we don't have any sport other than baseball for yeah. the summer. So I mean, to have basketball run into the summer, I'm okay with that. Cool. Not mm-hmm. that I'm a huge basketball watcher because I'm more of playoff time, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get you. <clears throat> um, any other sports notes? I think we're I think we pretty much covered everything. It's a pretty decent episode. Yeah, we it's like pretty much just, the only thing going on right now is football. I mean, yeah. baseball just ended, yeah. hockey ended, we have, basketball uh, ended. We also have uh, the NFL trade deadline coming on the third, which third. is on a election Tuesday. day. <laughs> it's yeah, election it's, day. Yeah, so we'll see what other moves are going. I mean, we already saw like Dunlap going. We'll see so. where, the, where the world is yeah. <laughs> by this time next week. <laughs> so we'll um, see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll get together next week. But uh, I like I'd like to see uh, the Patriots go after uh, Evan Evan. Ingram, the tight end over in uh, New York Giants. That's a good kid. But that according would... to you, if we lose, then what's the point? Well, I mean, if you get him, then you might you might want to pull the trigger. I mean, just because if you lose that one game, I mean, if you pull the trigger and get him, that's well, another... we already had five losses. If we lose, that's that game. another added weapon, though. Because but I mean, it, now would it be too takes... little, too late, though? Yeah, possibly. But I think they might do something. I think uh, Gallup might be on his way over there. I forgot who did you did you pick the Buffalo Bills? I picked the Bills, of course. Pew, pew. Don't tell me about picking, Gilmore, picking the bill that you're talking about. Oh, Gilmore, but if they get Ingram... This like, is for you, Jake Ramirez. Gilmore is not going to be there past this week. He's not going to be there for the Buffalo game. He will no, be, he'll be there for the Buffalo game. Uh, he's going to get traded before that. The Buffalo game's on Sunday. What yeah, are you talking no, about? He, they're still doing deals right now. He's going to get traded. No, they're going to wait to see what happens in this game. It's a big divisional game. Big time. We'll be back I'm, te- I'm teetering, but there's that little linger of hope. But I'm teetering. We'll we'll see what happens. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Want to thank Abraham once again. Um, we've been doing this weekly. It's it's been a blast. Uh, I welcome any guests onto this show anytime. So thank you for joining, James. Uh, thank you for having me. What, whatever input, if you want to come back and tell me off air, hey, I want to come back next time. Let me know. I'm, I'm always uh, pushing for more guests. So. I appreciate it anytime anybody comes on here. So hope you've enjoyed this episode, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take it easy.